had that same feeling too. It's like deja vu almost. Oh. You know, you would say because you were the same person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to see that person in the mirror sometimes. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, really? <laughs> Welcome to our broken point. Oh, <laughs> damn it! That's where he got me. That's, That's where he fucking the got whole me. time he was sitting. He was ready. He was like hook, line, sinker. <laughs> got right into it, but he doesn't finish his sticks. I'm sorry, Joe. I can tell you're still hurt by it. I love you, though. <laughs> On a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you, uh, we'll get you like, a baby steak next time. You know? oh, like, assholes. <laughs> is it going to be made of veal? Like, is that why it's going to be a baby cow oh, that time? Like, you know, maybe no, like... no, I'm going to give you a chuck steak. Aww. Aww. You can't have a grown-up steak until you act like a grown-up. Mm. Ouch. Damn. Ouch. That's how we're starting this podcast, huh? <laughs> guys hi how you doing <laughs> i was personally attacked when he would refuse to finish a steak like it was legit like four decent bites left. i finished my steak joe finished his steak so the smallest person here <laughs> <laughs> like probably weighs maybe a buck 40 <laughs> but 50 okay so i'm pretty close yeah but still like compared to me and brian like <laughs> you had a big ass steak and finished it. Yeah. I had a big ass steak and finished it. I'm fat, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, the guy in between. A likewise. Taps out. <laughs> pretty big steak. Like, all about the same size. This man threw in the towel. He threw in the paper towel. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> no, you literally threw a paper towel on the plate. Towel I did. I was like, done. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Damn, bro. You know, Apollo Creed could have used you in his corner when he died. Wow. Hey, Rocky refused to do it. He knew when to stop. He also beat the shell outside of beef. <laughs> he did. <laughs> in a freezer. <laughs> That's some great training. Yeah. Have you guys ever punched a side of meat like that? I mean... <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna. I know. I know. I, I, know. I, know. No, I, know. I love it. Like, like, you guys are that shit. This could have so many ways. I was like, I'm not touching that. That's what she said. There it is. Oh. My condolences. So, what's up, guys? Uh, we're back. New podcast episode. So, how's everything been going? It has been going. It's- yeah. It's been a that. <laughs> right. the look on Joe's face when he said that. Dude, you know, I'm shit's like, going wrong. <laughs> it's been a long, long month. It's been a long beginning it's of the year. It's been a long fucking month, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, for me, it's just been a lot of like house issues gotcha. dealing with it. But um, it has opened up an opportunity for me. So eventually, we're actually gonna have our own like recording room. Possibly Ew. game room for like D and D. Oh, dude, we could totally turn that into like a dungeon. Yeah, and, like the entryway, like layered and stuff. And well, we could do some things, Joe. Yeah, I got some lights that are like voice controlled, and like if you voice command it, be like, "You guys enter a dungeon. The lights turn blue." Ooh. And now the monster reveals himself. No, no, it's whenever he says "roll for initiative" and the lights ah, like yeah, that, 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 turns green. Roll and for it's initiative. like, and then like the Pokemon song when you like enter battle. <laughs> 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 That's where I bring in one of my Google Homes, and we can totally set that. Oh, you guys, like every single time, uh, like yeah, that's what happens. I actually just bought like a monster manual on the D and D Beyond app, so I can actually like have all the stats for different monsters, stuff like that. I just hate that you have to like buy them on the app, and then you also have to buy the book to have it physically. Yeah, it it does annoy me. I do wish they would find a way to put like a code into the physical book so I can like download it on there or like have a discount on it. At least I agree. At least a discount. Yeah, you know. But I mean, like honestly, I don't even use the app I when we play I usually use my computer that's true yeah yes. I mean but the app's on the computer 
It's not even an app. It's like an actual website. Oh, yeah. yeah, easily, yeah I just go through that. We and use then, the app. Yeah. yeah. I, I try to use my laptop as well because it, it gives you way more stuff. It just it gives you a way... It, it, not more stuff. It just gives you a way better organized version of it. Yeah. And it's a better visual for everything. It's easier to find things. I like it better on the laptop, honestly. Um, but I got that. I actually have an idea for what I'm going to do for the story for the next like part of the story arc. I had a pretty genius idea. So I'm excited for that. I started like taking notes today and like making ideas for it. So I think what I want to do next time we play, mm-hmm. if you're it down, we do an actual like short like 30 minute episode where we talk about the campaign. Oh wait, okay. like we talk about our campaign like, on the podcast? Yeah, like we literally sit down and you guys like you guys like tell me like, what you thought about the whole adventure, what happened. I gave a quick r- breakdown of what the story all the story was. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Let's do it. I mean, we could do it as like one of the not even one of the threes. Like that could be the intro to the episode. If you want to do it, yeah. I'm I, down. Or we talk about it at the end. We'll work on that. I thought it'd just be like a bonus episode, and eventually, what we can do if we ever like get to that point, Patreon, we actually record our D and D sessions and have the commentary afterwards, like you know, a monthly breakdown of the gameplay, and we record the actual game. Sounds like a lot of work. Watch out, critical like role. Like I said, it would be like a Patreon yeah. thing for us. So we actually be getting paid for, to do it. Coming from our loyal fan base, of course. Of course. Supporters. Who want to hear our crazy shenanigans. Like, imagine what we say here when we're just like talking about stuff. Imagine what we make up. When imagine that, the story world that we build. When our imaginations run wild. Imagination. Saul made two guys shit themselves. <laughs> that was still my greatest moment in D&D. Uh, and you weren't even there for it. <laughs> I know. Don't remind me, bro. You guys still I learned a new... Pa- yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get there. It's right almost on. as bad as the steak. Wow. <laughs> Fuck both y'all. Fuck both y'all. Okay, sometimes something's happen. So, Brian, what have you been up to? Dude, I have been going out uh, with the homies. Uh, you guys are my best friends, but oh, I have oh. other friends, too, that I go in and hang out with. And you need a better caliber friend, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, I'll, I'll take the best friend. I'll take the best friend. I was going to say, it. Oh, I'll, I'll take, I'm I'll take it. You yeah. guys uh, spending my Friday night recording, uh, like, that should say a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I love you guys. Oh, it okay. does. You have nothing better to do. Another a bowl that had manoodle. Like, where am I going to go to one spot get that, three types that. of food? That, that does sound good. And then good, the unlimited mimosas? That's just a Golden Corral. No, fuck you. Don't even <laughs> dare say Golden Corral to mimosas. I'm not, I'm not saying for mimosas. I'm saying, like, where can I get a place where I have all those things together okay. for a meal? I've been to Golden Corral, and I've never seen manudo or pasole to the caliber of an El Torito with waffles that were made to order. And three types of ceviche? Like, oh my god. Dude, I didn't I say it was going to be good. I said you can get a Golden Corral. Oh, no. <laughs> we should all go to Golden Corral. No, we're not going to go to Golden Corral. God damn it, guys. Sponsored by Golden Corral. I hate you guys. I'm done. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to brunch. Fuck you guys. I don't care if it's at 8 o'clock. I'll find it. I'm sorry. It's just that, like... <laughs> it's 11.30 somewhere, right? Noon is, like, way too early for me to be, like, talking to people and being around other people. Dude, I usually don't even eat to, like, one or two. What Guys, it's like oh I will, you'll never see me do really anything before like 1 p.m. Because like, Jesus, it's just how I roll. Well, he has to sit there in his bed, staring at the ceiling, contemplating life and the, <laughs> the hereafter, and okay. just the you know the the whimsy of it all. All right. To be fair, to I, be I, fair, to be fair, you're you're a social person though. I I get that. I get that. I you're also an adult compared to us. Like you have a you have a kid. You have like an actual adult life. Yeah, you have like friends that do things together. What? You guys are so stupid. We're so <laughs> no friends. <laughs> we have our in and out nights. Like the fuck, we go, we do in and out. 
Yeah, yeah but he is. also tries to bail on every single one of them. Nah, he was there for like a couple. I was there for a couple. Yeah, no, he was there. He tries to bail them. <laughs> exactly, try, but he does not succeed because Joe, me and you are there. So, um, like, what time are we leaving? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, look, I mean, like, time is an illusion. I had my cats. Time is an illusion. And if I'm gone for too long, they start to love me. <laughs> I can't have that. I gotta be there and annoy them so they hate me and be aloof. <laughs> Otherwise, I even have cats. For the record, my cats love me, and it's great. Um, <laughs> if your cats could talk, I'm sure they would agree. So yeah, they they would, they they're so. my babies. They're my babies. He cleans up our shit. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> my cat works with me, so like when I'm on my computer, that phone pulls up, and he starts tapping on the keyboard. That's as close as I can get to start paying his rent, bro. <laughs> he literally clicks on a button one time. I'm like, good job. Good you just job. earned yourself five dollars. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking pickles. Where the fuck's a catnip? <laughs> catnip for closers. Catnip is for closers. That's Do you know true. where that's from? Uh, Wolf of Wall no. Street? Damn. What is it? Glen Gary Glen Ross. Just say that one more time. Glen Gary Glen Ross. Now say it three times fast. Glen Gary Glen Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He All tried. right. That was like three Gs. I was like, fuck that yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, so sorry, what are we talking about this episode, guys? This is a very long tangent right now. So, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even want you to look at that time clock, but I know it was long. Damn it, I forgot to set my own timer. Uh, we're doing Infinity Pool, which I have not seen. So hey, it's actually going to be. I'm like the only guy us. that watched this movie. I wanted to see. It. I never got to it. Well, theaters before I could. I wanted to see it too, and I was using every website that I could get my hands on, and that shit did not find. It's not streaming anywhere. I I left theaters god, this week. Is, this is exactly the kind of movie I would watch. Exactly. The one you can't fucking find. Yeah, you can't find it. It's like, ah. That but, is... Yeah, so, as you remember, Saul didn't see anything last time we talked. Ooh, big facts. Hot take. He showed up like, oh, hey guys, what are we talking three. about? Talking about this, this, and this. Saw none of that. <laughs> Mind you, he was supposed to see at least two of those with us. But no. I watched... Someone had to be social with his cats. I've watched things, okay? Okay, so, let's talk about... Well, we're gonna do Affinity Pool. We're gonna jump oh. to John Wick. And then we're gonna get to D&D. Dungeons and Dragons. Honor Among Thieves was the, the subtitle? What then? Honor Among Thieves was the subtitle, right? Honor Among Thieves was the subtitle. Okay. Yes. Great fucking movie, dude. I'm so excited. Much hype. So hype. Dude, the fact that we saw it two weeks early is such a fucking legendary boss move. Like, because dude, it came I, out I was today. so... I, I, yeah, yeah. It just came out I know. Today, like, I was like looking at it. I was like, man, I was like, when... How come I don't see anyone talking about this movie? And I was like, you know, because we, we saw it. And I was like, I thought it was like... I thought it was like a one-week like no, advance. We were like two weeks in advance That's to watch that movie. Crazy, that is man. so cool to say we saw it and we're recording on it the weekend that it's just going yeah, up the theaters. Yeah, true. We're I mean, this episode, episode does not go out. I know, this does not go out. Yeah, I know. No, Joe, we gotta post it up on the 5th. I sent you the links. We're posting it on April 5th. April 5th. April 5th. Okay, this we'll post it this yeah, so we'll we're, post we're posting a week early. Yeah, yeah we'll post yeah, this yeah, one yeah. a week early. Okay, yeah, yes, we'll do yes. that. Just because we saw the movie early, dude. Okay, okay. Gotta get it out Okay, there. but All right. that was pretty cool, though. That was a pretty good movie. No, I did. Don't start. I want that... 
I want that die, the popcorn die. I want that fucking popcorn die. Dude, I'm, I'm not even gonna see the movie. I just wanna go buy the die. I'm gonna go up and be like, yo, I want that popcorn bucket that so I can roll for initiative when I get back home. <laughs> specific theaters though. No, it was uh, AMC and one other theater, but I saw yeah, it. There, I, I know it was specific. I didn't know which ones though. It's okay. I read I read the fine print, Joe. Okay. I read the fine print. Well, I don't have glasses to read. <laughs> you guys need glasses? Low blow, bro. Low blow. You know what? I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> Perfect vision, what Dang. up? Gang gang. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, just for that, I'm going to blind your D&D character. No, oh, no not the paladin. We need him. He's going to be great. You I do why? the most damage. He does the most damage. He's going to do lay on hands, and he's going to lay on hands on the wrong character. Damn yeah. so, well, Why do you have to open up your big mouth and your big bright eyes, bro? Have you met me? That's why we're here. Have you met Ted? Oh, yeah, he got it. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Okay. But if anyone would like to buy us that giant D&D 20-sided die popcorn bucket, we would greatly appreciate it. All 12 of our listeners. <laughs> and, and growing. Whoever, whoever buys it. It was the loving last week. Oh. Yeah, they can get, they'll get a shout out on our podcast. You yeah. know, I do get people who are like, hey, when is your episode coming out? I'm like, I swear it comes out every Wednesday at... Sometime. Dude, I fucking had that happen to me. My buddy was like, I was like, dude, I talked about your random screen fact on the podcast. He's like, yeah, when's it come out? I'm like, this date. Then I talked to you guys, Brian, that's the wrong date. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try again next week, guys. And then I text him. I'm like, look, here's the link. Go listen. And then he listened to the whole thing. And then he went off a sick-ass tangent on Scream the whole fucking series oh, on me in text one. And I was like, oh, man. I should just had you on the podcast. Wrong. No, he was mad at you for the Courtney Cox thing. He's like, fuck Joe. <laughs> Like, nobody wants Courtney Cox dead. All the fans of Friends yeah. want to see her. And oh, I was like, God. that makes sense. Yeah, like, but I hate Friends. Yeah, I was going to say, Friends yeah. sucks. Oh, sorry, my guy. Sorry, 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 my guy. Sorry, Brian's friend. My friends is not cool. I'd rather so watch much. Seinfeld than Friends. <laughs> I didn't like Seinfeld either. What's up with Friends? What's up with Friends? <laughs> the fuck, Joe? They're brothers and sisters. What's the deal with that? <laughs> Remember when we went to go see D&D and we got lost in the parking lot and it was like the Seinfeld's episode? Oh, God. We were like, oh my God. <laughs> All right. So just so the audience knows, it's like, parking. What, what's it called? The, the Pike. The Pike parking lot is the worst fucking parking lot I've ever seen in my life. It is a legitimate labyrinth. Yeah, it's like a fucking D&D labyrinth. <laughs> Everything makes it's bro. like we're like we're on the third floor. We're on the third. We're parked on the third floor. But How do you have two different third floors? Yeah, so you can. We're, we were on the third floor, but you can only get to it by from the, the fourth floor. floor. <laughs> I walked to the edge of the fucking parking lot and I beat my car and I heard it. I'm like, guys, it's right below us. I was, like, I was like, wait, how do we get there? I'm like, I think you gotta go up one more floor to go back down the floor. It's, wait, it's, wait, it's typical RPG fashion. It's like, it's it's like we gotta go back like, to the future. It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> it's like exactly oh, what happened, God, dude. That shit was too good. Oh, it made no sense, but it made Why? sense. Why? How is that a thing? Dude, I'm never going back there. <laughs> H. Geiger designed that fucking parking structure. <laughs> 
It's like it's like have you guys ever oh, seen? Oh, do you hit crazy stairs? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever seen that picture of like the stairs that go up yeah, and to the side? Yeah, like, it's like it's like all to the side vertically. Oh, wait, no, yeah. Guy, I said the wrong name. Yeah, that's the guy did all the alien designs. No, it's like yeah. it's like that. That's, that's what like, that fucking parking lot was, dude. God, dude, it was so fucking weird. <laughs> but we found the car and we made it out, and I didn't even pay for parking, so it's all oh, good. Yeah, you know it's that was that was pretty good. It was a win. It was a win, and we got Cold Stone, so we all had ice cream while we were looking for the car. Well, no, no, we sense. had Cold Stone. Saul doesn't eat ice cream. Um, yeah, I'm a psychopath. Um, well, you know, real psychopaths bite their ice cream, so I'm just throwing that out there. Me and Joe bit our shit. So you're less of a psychopath. <laughs> yes, we lost some psychopath credibility. My high-functioning sociopath? That's a thing, That actually makes a lot more sense. That makes more sense <laughs> than him. Yeah, you're sociopath, egomaniac. Psychopath. Ah, okay. You know what? Why did he say, wait, what? With our powers combined. <laughs> we are mental dysfunction. <laughs> We're a mental dysfunction. <laughs> and there's our band name, man, for the future. Mental, mental dysfunction. dysfunction. Dude. <laughs> there's our band. <laughs> oh, you gotta love those 90s punk band names. There it is. Because yeah. we fit in perfectly there. Yep, yep. And, uh, but you know what? You know what it could also be? It's, you know how a critical role is critical role? Yeah. We could be mental dysfunction. Oh, that For could be our D&D like, campaign name and stuff. That would be awesome, but it doesn't really scream Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, what does scream Dungeons and Dragons besides something about role? Critical dysfunction. <laughs> Whoa, imagine. Uh, that sounds like a sexual disorder. <laughs> how in the blue blazes did that sound like that? So. And I don't want you to answer. That was rhetorical. So we're going to move on to... What the hell are we talking about, Joe? Like, Infinity we Pole, have not been talking about has to actually start off on. Okay, so... Oh, God. So what we're doing today, guys, is we're doing a Uno Reverse on Saul. Because like Joe said, he saw Zero the three movies last time. He saw one of the three movies this time that me and Joe did not see. So we're going to let Saul lead the conversation. We're going to let him hype us up Wait, on did you guys Infinity watch Pole. Knock in the Cabin? Or not Knock in... Knock in the Cabin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, nobody saw it? I started watching it. I haven't been able to finish it. Oh, sorry for the train, guys. Oh, take a drink. Yeah. Um, so, so, entertain us. Tell me and Joe. Infinity Pool. What is it about? Baby. What is what it is what about? Happens? What was your Who's take in it? Okay. Who's in it? So, Infinity Pool, I originally heard of this movie as a horror movie. Um, and that's the reason we ended up, uh, well, I ended up going to the theater. It, it's got Mia Goth. Wait, wait, wait. It was originally sold as a horror movie. Uh-huh. That's the reason why I went. The but guy who doesn't like horror, horror movies. movies. How to make that make sense for me? So it actually it worked out exactly to like. No, no, I get that, but you went in the end thinking of a horror movie. You have notoriously said on this podcast, "I hate horror movies. I don't watch horror movies. Horror movies suck." I mean, you know, I'm sure Scream suck, but. <laughs> Um, no, this is different. Um, I ended Sorry, up... Brian's friend. He does not speak for the podcast. He does not speak for the podcast. His broken point of view is so broken, I don't even know why he's here. The <laughs> <laughs> bubblegum can't fix that. No. All right. So this movie is not technically a horror movie. It's actually like a thriller. Uh, it's got a very interesting premise. So the ma- it's got Mia Goth, and she's like she's basically like a horror darling right now, I guess. Uh, I don't know how you would describe her, but she's been in a lot of like the recent... original term was scream queens. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, like a lot of the people who are like final girls kind of thing. Yeah. they're known as scream queens because in horror movies, the women who are being chased and trying to get killed and murdered by the psychopath, the killer, they're constantly screaming. Gotcha. So so they we... even had a TV show called Scream Queens. They did. It was trying to find the next big scream queen. So wow. they would literally have like these gr- women come on and audition and like do roles. 
and horror movie icons would come in and like judge them. I think Jamie Lee Curtis was on one of them. That makes sense. Um, one of the Julia Roberts's niece was on a, was also one of the judges, I think, or the host. And she was on American Horror Story for like half the seasons. Got it. So this uh, this particular movie is pretty interesting. It it, it takes place with a. So you have a, a the main character is Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, and he was also on True Blood and a bunch of other shit. Gotcha. So he's actually a writer who's married, right? And he's been struggling on getting out his final book. <clears throat> Him and his wife go to this resort, like a vacation resort. So The Shining. <laughs> oh, is that possible? so far? This is yeah. not like The Shining. So all right. So they go to this uh, resort town, right? Um, and it's a nondescript like nation that they go to. So it's not like they're going to Cabo or they're going to like a specific place. And this takes place in a nondescript, almost like fake country. So it, by with that, I mean it's not supposed to be specifically uh, like Cuba. It's not supposed to be anything specifically. So there's it's like a generic resort on some random island that's like supposed to be like every other island. Yes. So they're exactly. not trying to typecast like, oh, these people are black, Mexican, Ex- Latino, Middle yeah. Island or whatever. Yes. So the whole point is that this nation is doesn't really exist in real life, right? So it's like a very like in the movie universe kind of thing. It's almost like Cuba. It's Gotham City. Not quite. So it's more like Cuba. But like not Cuba. What do I mean? By, it's like Gotham City is like it's a place oh. that exists in that world, but not in ours. Yes, perfect. Yes, but it's supposed to be in our world. Yes. Yeah. So him and his wife go on vacation to this resort town, right? <clears throat> and um, they they there's like these rebel people that make a scene and whatever, and like everyone, all of, like the tourists are like, oh, oh my god, you know, like oh this isn't that, and as a result, he ends up running into me a goth. And Mia Goth's character is like, oh my god, you're so-and-so. You're like a famous writer. I love your books, blah, blah, blah. And immediately there's like this like weird connection between them. Because like even though he's married, like she's kind of paying attention to him for his like books, mm-hmm. his like artistic side. So it's like a weird like connection, right? Um, and then she ends up inviting him and his wife. She's like, oh, I'm here with my partner. Like, you guys should, like, join us for, like, lunch and, like, dinner or something. They end up, like, kind of, like, leaving the resort, which you're not supposed to do. Okay. Yeah, right? The taboo of Yeah, that. it's like, yeah, exactly. So they, they end up leaving the resort to have, like, a getaway of sorts where, like, they just drink and they just, like, have fun. Some stuff ensues between the characters where you're like, oh, this is kind of crossing lines, right? But you're not quite sure where this is going. And so on their way back, the main character, the writer, he's like driving the car. And at this point, everyone's kind of blitz. It's the middle of the night. And they end up like hitting somebody, right? And you're like, oh, shit. You know, like they hit somebody that killed them. And like Mia Goss's character is like you know we'll, we'll just go back we'll just like say this never happened right and like we're just gonna hide it and we're just gonna say we don't know what happened that we're not involved the day after immediately arrested what yeah they turned on him what the fuck yep everybody was like yeah he killed the person he ran yeah so like immediately shit goes to hell right 
And you're like, oh, shit. You know, like, they're on this resort town. They killed somebody. And, like, immediately, like, they arrest him and, like, his wife. And he's like, oh, leave my wife alone, blah, 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 blah. And, like, they're like, well, the wife didn't do it, technically, you know? So it's just him. So, like, they arrest him and everything. And then they're like, so, like, the penalty for this is actually death. Okay. Yeah, like straight up. They're like, yeah, so this is normally a death penalty. and But this is where the twist of the whole movie, the whole crux of the movie. They're like, because you're a foreigner. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because you're a foreigner, um, there is one way out. We do need you to die. Oh, what the fuck? But we can clone you. What? Yes. For an exorbitant amount of money. Yes. So, so turns out. Hold on. So, 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 so wait, you, wait, so, wait, real quick. The whole time, his wife is. So his wife is actually rich. Like she's been like, you know, helping him getting published and everything. And so like, you know, his he's hasn't like done his like most recent book. He's been having a hard time writing it. So she's kind of been paying the bills for the most part. But they're like, yeah. So like, we can clone you, but it's money. You know, like he's got to pay. So, like, he's like, well, fuck it. Yeah, I don't want to fucking die, right? <laughs> Who would? <laughs> yeah, so, like, you, like, you see the par. Like, he brings, takes out the money from the <gasps> ATM. He took it out. Yeah. Did the wife know? I think so at that okay. point. Like, she was okay with it, whatever, you know? Because, like... Well, yeah, she don't want her yeah. husband to yeah. die. Like, so, like, yeah. So... Well, this one doesn't. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But, like, they're very much in, like... She loves him very much, you know? So, like... And, actually, his wife... if uh, His wife is actually Cleopatra Coleman? I don't know who that is. His but. wife... Is played by Cleopatra Coleman. You're yeah. correct. Good job, bro. So they pay for it, right? And you go through this lengthy process where, like, they like they they actually clone him, right? And the clone is completely alive, okay. like sentient, like a full fucking clone. You know, so it has all his thoughts. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it. it's got everything. Oh shit! Yes. Okay. So it's like from the point that they cloned him, it's like another him. Right? Love it. Go yes. On. So, like, he's got to... So, basically, they're like, we, we make this clone so it can die. For you. For you. Fuck. Yeah. And so, like, what's crazy is, like, basically the way they do it is he, he can watch, right? Like, they're like, oh, yeah. Do you watch, by the way? And he's like... <laughs> I can watch my yeah, clone. Right? So, like, yeah. So like, myself yeah. Die. So, like, the way they do it is they have the clone, like, tied up. And because he killed somebody, right? Like their sibling, like their younger sibling, which was like a little kid, it has to kill him. Shut up. Yeah. So like the little kid basically has a knife. No. And the the clone is just like, oh, like I'm sorry, you know, like apologizing, and like the kid just kills him, right? No. In front of himself, which is so fucking weird, right? So he watches himself. Wait. So the clone has that dude's memories? Then? Yes. Yeah. Everything of him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's got his memories. Like, every, like he's from the point of cloning. It's him. Yeah. And so, like, he watches himself get murdered, right? And this isn't even the strangest fucking part of the movie. So, this happens, right? And he's fucking, like, shook. He's like, fuck, you know, I just watched myself get murdered and all this shit, right? He's having these conflicts with his wife. She's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and then he runs into Mia Goth again. And Mia Goth is like, oh, you you did your thing, huh? She's like, yeah, I remember when it was my first time. And it's like, you're like, 
they set him up on purpose. They wanted him to experience it. They wanted him to experience it. Are you serious? She and her partner and her whole... It's not just them. They have like a whole group of like tourists. That that's what they do. They, 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 they make clothes on themselves? No, they, you have to get arrested. So they, they kill somebody, so they get a death sentence. So like, and then they make the clone. Well, it doesn't even have to be killing. They, so what they end up doing, they're like, hey, like, you know, this, is and that. And you can see him kind of change. Like, there's a small change in him after watching himself die. Where he's kind of like, I kind of like wanted, it's like a weird freedom. Where like, he realizes that like, he can just pay to like, get out of these things. And so, like, they go through, like, it's like a whole, like, series of montages of, like... I'm sorry, I gotta ask this real quick. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna come up in the movie, but I really want to know now. Yeah. Does it get to a point where he questions whether or not he's the original or the clone? No, they don't do that. No. So he uh, always they knows do, he's the original. They do that only for, like, one arc. Okay. But then that clone gets killed. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like they do this one thing where, like, you know, like you watch the whole thing play out. They do this crime where they like storm into some uh, political office and they do they shoot it up and they kill a couple people, and you're like, oh shit! And then they're all laughing and then they all die and then you realize they were all the clones anyway. No, and you, yeah, it's like it's super weird. And then they start like, so like this whole group is basically they start having like orgies, like drug induced orgies. It gets fucking crazy, right? And it starts getting... So at this point, him and his wife have been having the biggest issue. She's left the island. He stayed. He's he's what? extended the vacation. Yeah. So he's extended the vacation. So he can, like, stay behind. And this keeps ha- stuff like this keeps happening. And every single time they kill the clone, they give him, like, a, a jar with all the ashes as, like, a thing. And so he's got, like, a couple now. You know? He's like, yeah. So, like, that's the Man, point. But how is he funding the couple now if the wife had all the money? No, he has, he still has access to her bank account. Oh. He's been, yeah, so he's just he's like, draining them yeah, he drained it. She's rich. Like, this yeah. isn't even like, this is the whole point is like, he still has the money to keep doing it. Like, and that's what he ends up doing. So, he gets these weird, right? It's a super weird relationship. And then the turning point, right, in this whole movie is where another turning point, I should say. They're like, hey, we're going to get the guy. So he loses his uh, passport. And that's why kind of he's stuck on the island for a little bit. And they're like, hey, we, we know who has your passport. And he's actually just like hiding it and just wants you to pay a bunch of money. Um, until, you know, you give the fee and then he'll give you your passport. Why don't we go kidnap him and like show him what's up? <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So they're like, they do this whole thing. They sneak in. They bag the guy. They beat him up, right? They completely beat Like, there he is. Beat the shit out of him. And he's just, like, going crazy on him. Fucking takes off the mask. It's his own clone. No. Yeah. And at that point, he has, like, a fucking mental breakdown. Where he's just like, fuck, you guys are crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's they it. literally got him to murder himself. Not murder. Basically to the point, yeah. I mean, they were hoping he was going to beat him to death. But he took the mask off. Yeah. And he's like, he's probably yeah. stopped. Yeah. And they were like, and they were like, it's a joke, you know? Like we're just, yeah. <laughs> it's a joke that you're killing yourself. It's okay, Joe. No, Even but that's you're killing Joe. It's a joke. But they were like, that's what they were like trying to do, you know? That like, is a pretty good joke. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so like they were like, this was her gift to you. Like, what do you like? Because they hey, were Brian, like, when's your birthday? Again? Yeah, like for them, <laughs> like for them <laughs> to be distilled yeah. in a future episode, never. Like for <laughs> them, cleaning, like killing these like clones is like 
whatevers to them. You know, it's so like this kind of explains the name of the Tenno Infinity Pool. Yes, it's a never-ending pool of killing yourself for fun. Yeah, that's basically it. So he fucking has a change. He's like, "Fuck, you guys are crazy." Yeah, tries to get off the island. Like, tries to do whatever. They won't let him. Of <laughs> they won't let him. Yeah, and like, it's like. At the end, they, like, make him fight. I think his clone one more to last time. It's like, you know, like... Who's going to get yeah, exactly, you? Yeah, exactly. And he finally... He kills a clone, whatever. He finally... He finally kills, like, the clone. He kills himself in an essence. Jesus. You know, like, in essence. And he's just left, like, completely fucking... Broken. Yeah. And, like, after that, they're like... You did it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the gold star. Yeah, 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 you did it. Yeah, and then like after that, it's like it's like, oh. and they, they they're just like they're all at the airport as they're waiting for like their planes to arrive. And like, well, we'll see you next year. And wow. you're like, so and you're just like, thing. yeah, and like they literally go every fucking year to go kill. Themselves. And yeah, and so like they literally they're like part of the part when they were chasing him down like when he was trying to get away uh-huh. they're like she was like yeah I don't even like your books I just like knew that's what it was gonna get you to like be yes. yeah and she just completely destroys him like artistically it was just like oh. okay so I get a question so I'm, I'm I'm visualizing this film as you're explaining to me because obviously me and Joe didn't see it I just have one question because uh, for a video for a movie to display these type of effects where it's the same actor fighting himself. How did those fight scenes go down? Like, did you see? Did they play that trick where, if uh, the main character Alexander is fighting himself, did you see the back of the head? Yeah, it's mostly the shots like that. Yeah, it's mostly okay. shots like that. So, you, where, yeah. so you rarely, yeah, saw yeah them you rarely, yeah, you rarely saw them face to face. Yeah, it was like one on top of the other. You know, uh, where you see the guy's face, and then they would shoot like to the other. Okay, guy. Yeah. well done, well yeah. done. I like that yeah. type of effect versus them trying to like put. No, because like keep in mind, line, it, like, it's not like even like where one had the advantage. It was just like one getting their ass kicked. I mean, like it's. I mean, if I was to fight myself, it would be evenly matched until one of them picks up a new move in the middle of the fight like wait I can do this to Brian and he'll die then it's like what the fuck yeah. bro but it was just I thought the concept was just so fucking cause you just see his descent here like as soon as it happens the first time you can see that there's like a switch like in his brain where like oh shit you know like but then they literally take it to the extreme and like he well, even he's also, like if they've been doing this for years yeah they've been doing those how many yeah they go kill, they had. go every year basically <sighs> and like because they're foreigners and you know this nation relies on like the that the, income that <laughs> income yeah that's the whole point is that this nation relies on the income of foreigners traveling there and yeah they just completely take advantage of it God damn it, Joe. I really feel bad we didn't watch this movie. I Dude, I was telling you guys, like, this movie... This is definitely up my alley. Like, yeah. it's like, it is... It's not a horror movie. No, it's... But it's it like is... A yeah, it is thriller. so fucking interesting. It's just, like, one of the most interesting movies I've seen recently. Oh, yeah. That says a lot. You don't watch a lot of movies, so for this one to stand out... No, it, it was like, well, man, all the fucking superhero trash we've been watching recently. Come on, Black Adam, fucking Ant-Man. Keep going. Um... Please don't make me keep going. <laughs> um, but that's, uh, yeah, like Infinity Pool was great. Um, highly, highly recommended, although apparently it's super hard to find now. But <laughs> yeah, what's it? I don't know. Good, good, like, yeah, good, like, uh, good luck watching it, guys. But You pretty much have to rent it at this point. And yeah. at, the point at that point, I'm like, I don't have the money to rent that. I yeah. saw that. I saw that it was rentable but, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So I was like, all right, me and Joe have a movie night. We'll split it 50 50. We'll watch it just for the sake that we can tell. So, so you know what? You should join us just so you can rewatch it again and we'll have a good time. 
you know, I was gonna say though, for this movie, like being kind of relatively like unknown and stuff, there was a lot of nudity in this movie. Like, uh, you already sold me on it, bro. You don't need to go over no, this. No, like, like, chill, so like, like, question. like the sex scenes. <laughs> I have no, a I know, question. I know. Wait, sure. we're getting to that. Sex scenes? Yeah. So, like, I told Who you, was that no, I told you, right, right. I told you this whole group, this whole group. Oh, wait, he just say orgy. At yeah, the group. It went over my. Head. Yeah, the group has orgy. Like, they have like this really close relationship because they watch each other die. So, like, they have like these. Or even kill each other, possibly. Possibly, yeah. But so they have these weird like. Joe, I'm throwing out there. I would never kill you, clone or not. I would not kill you, bro. I would kill. I would kill a clone. Who the fuck you would say that, bitch? <laughs> All right, now we gotta watch out. He's the traitor of the group. He's the. Imposter. I would kill the clone. No, you didn't say that the first time, dude. I'm about to replay this episode, and I did not All hear right, that. All right, all right. I have no problem killing your clones. Son, <laughs> bitch. All right, Joe, you had a question though. Yes. Um, you said this movie is not that well known. And I'm surprised because, and then you pause for a second, and you go. There is a ton of nudity. <laughs> oh yeah, so that in your mind, crazy. in your mind, you equate a movie being popular and well known to the amount of boobs shown in the theater. Uh, kind of like I figured this movie, like if a movie's like big, you know, like if it's more popular, like I could see them kind of throwing that in there. So like for like a low budget kind of like movie that almost no one watches to like have a like actual nude scene, it seems kind of like a lot. That's, uh, remember last time we were talking about the tropes of horror films? Yeah. And you guys were like, no, Brian, they're walking away from nudity and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Callback. This film Well, no, I like said major reason. studios are doing that. So, to what he said, this film is not well known, not very popular, so they focused on some nudity to keep the oh, audience entertained. Who was the, the, uh, the it's, uh, not producers, the, uh, was the, the production company? Is it not, a? Uh, I it, mean, the director was... Brandon Cronenberg. He was also the writer, and wh- who did you, what did you ask the, for, Joe? Uh, the, the studio. Who, yeah, who the was the studio, studio that, that produced the film? Like you know, Lionsgate, um, Warner Brothers. Uh, Max. That is a great. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think it was Blum. No, it's not. I don't think it was a Blumhouse movie. No, it might have been a. Uh... It seems like a Blumhouse movie. Hmm. Like a what movie? A Blumhouse. A Blumhouse. Yeah, Blumhouse is known for doing like uh, cheap horror movies. They're the ones who kind of did. Um... Production companies were Film Forge, Hero Squared, and Four Film. Damn! So they did not have any big budgets, like super yeah. at all. Like even the low budget, like Blumhouse, A twenty four, who do low budget movies. These guys are even not even that. Damn, dude. Um, I again, it's that's why I was kind of surprised, uh, but. It, the movie's just shocking. It is just like it. That's the whole point, right? It's there to like make you think about like the life ram- and death, yeah, and ramifications of you know your own death. Yes, yeah. Uh, so it was like I said, it was a really, really good movie. Holy crap! Are you ready for this? Now you guys maybe go down the rabbit hole. So the Infinity Pool budget to make this film. Oh, can we guess? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Joe, you get one guess. I should get two guests. Solo gets one because he's seen the movie. I don't I'm even know anything about budgets. You get two guests. I can actually guess because of the, I guess. You tell me high or low, and I go again because I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I don't fine. Even... How about you guess? I'll say high or low. Leave your guess there. Solo guesses. Then I'll let you pick it up. I don't know anything about movie budgets. Are you kidding me? Well, you saw the fucking film, dude. You should have an idea of how much it costs to make it. All right, go, Joe. Seven mil. All right, go, so Ten mil. All right, cool. Go, Joe. Lower. Lower. What? Are you uh, kidding four. me? Four mil. No, that's too low. Oh. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I was looking up the wrong thing. Motherfucker. I was actually looking up my cost to build an infinity pool. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm so sorry, guys. That shit was funny. 60 grand? <laughs> it was 60. It was like 55 to 130k. Okay, hold on. Hold on. My bad. Oh that my god. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Dude, how much it cost to make this movie? Sixty thousand dollars, dude. Scar's got to pay more than that, I guarantee it. It made like no money. It only made like five million. It made it two million million to five days. million. Okay, 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 okay. Terrifier two was in theaters longer than this movie God. was. Uh, what? Uh, it, okay. Initial guess was seven mil. Saw was a ten. No, it's got to be lower than that. If it only made five million. Not necessarily, dude. There's movies that like, like cost like thirty million to make, and they only pull in fifteen. No, that'd be sad. Okay, okay. Uh, gross. It dropped. Uh, shit. I Ryan is trying to search the internet, and he's not doing very well. You know what, dude? The internet. Well, yeah, okay, place. okay. You think like you have to tell something, and you don't say anything. No, it's hard to find it. Like, yeah, dude, it's, it's, not, like, it's, it's not. Like, it's not like pulling up. It's way easier yeah, to find I, the budget is, on a lot of films. This one, I'm like, like I said, this is exactly a They probably movie. haven't announced it. No, they always announce how much their freaking films cost. On like every film we've reviewed, it's always right there. Like, which is there. probably why it's not there. The this lower is, end movie. This is the most Saul movie. <laughs> like you can't find anything on it. <laughs> this is totally a Saul movie. Like legit. <laughs> like I can't find shit on it, bro. <laughs> All right, so actually, you know what? We gotta do what we did last time. We're gonna rate based on yeah. Soul. We're gonna rate this. We're gonna rate it, yeah. but based on Soul's the, the description, yeah. we rate our expectations of what the movie's gonna be, and Soul will give us what his ratings. Actually All right, be. so you guys go first because this is your expectations. I'm gonna say eight point five. Eight point five? Yeah, that's pretty high. You have a pretty decent cast. Like, yeah, like, from what you tell the cast is me, good. The cast is good. The storyline sounds insane because like and there's multiple twists it's not even like it's not even the fact about the clones it's literally what they fucking do with the, the clones. character yeah, development exactly yeah. and that's honestly something that I really like in movies is like I love a good character development I want to see a character progress and when you have a movie where the character doesn't grow or build or have any ups and downs he, no he does because he starts as like a regular he starts off as a normal person you know he's a writer sure yeah. but he's a normal person and then through the through the movie, it's like a descent into madness. Yes. Yeah. And I would love to see that. Yes. It's great. Man, 8.5. So 8.5 is what I'm, I'm expecting to go in with an 8, to get an 8.5. I'm hoping for a 9, but I expect to get an 8.5. Brian? Oh, I found the answer. Are you ready? So, the budget for this film, Joey said $7 million. What did you say it made? 10. That's what was their budget, right? Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you said 10. I said go lower from $7 million. Yeah, but that was also when you thought it cost 60 grand. And my answer still sounds surprisingly, so go on. So lower? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go really low then and say three. Ooh, closer. All right, so the original budget for this film was $4.5 million. How much did they make from this film? Like was a million. How much? A million, because it was like $5 million. Total revenue from it being out, box office, domestic, International global, or domestic? Both. Okay. All included. This movie made five million seventy-eight thousand four hundred dollars. So they made a positive million. Some. Yeah, they made a positive million. That's still big for an unknown film. Yeah. For the fact of Saul saw it. Me and Joe didn't see it for opening weekend because only out for that one weekend. I don't yeah. remember being out the next weekend. Neither do I. All right, Brian, what would you rate it? So based on how you described it to me and how I like these films, I think it's a solid seven. 
Um, again, my gripe with my one question was to you was the effects because if I'm fighting myself, I look at that like yeah. uh, it's very hard for a film to get you to fight yourself without using very heavy CGI. But then when you said, "Oh, you mainly see the back of the head when they're fighting themselves," I'm like, "Okay, that makes sense and that makes it look better, low key." Because I would rather see a, a stunt double fighting the main character, yeah. the main character fighting a stunt double, where you only see the back of their head because that's done really well. Like I would appreciate that because it looks more realistic. It's well done that way. Um, the rest <laughs> of the story, uh, when you said orgy and all that stuff, uh, I feel that's going to take me down a bad path. <laughs> He's going to see it twice. Too close, <laughs> too close to home. Too, too close to, oh Jesus! Oh, so anyway, right, back to uh, the seven rating. I'll give this seven. You did, you did well telling that story, so... He's just upset that he's not going to get invited to an orgy like you are. <laughs> Guys, stop it. <laughs> you see what happens on your social? I know. All right, yeah, I guess, social yeah. I, I, I give this movie a nine. I really... What? I, get, I thought I was going to watch a horror movie, and like I ended up literally watching like a great movie. Okay, and, like, and uh, we're going to okay, pull us all back to reality. Well, so. no, hold on real quick. Oh, yeah. Is your score influenced... By the fact that you thought it was going to be way worse than what it was. And that makes it no, seem better. No, this, this has been one of the best things I've watched since, like, probably the best thing I have watched since Everything Everywhere All at Once. Wow. What? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Say that one more time for our viewers. Yeah, that was the best movie I've seen since Everything Everywhere All at Once. <laughs> Which we're both within this, like, last year. Uh, yeah, Everything Everywhere, Everywhere All at Once was, was last October of 2022. Oh, was it? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. I had to go back and look at the release date because I also watched everything everywhere. Which I means it was like six months ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a better movie since. Well, I guess there's a lot of movies. That's like speaking to like fight films. Uh, this is true. This is very <laughs> true. I think in the podcast for the past like <laughs> of all the movies we reviewed. No, we're gonna tally it up. <laughs> fifteen episodes. Well, so no, fifteen was last week. Oh no. This is sixteen <laughs> times three. <laughs> he only sees a third. <laughs> At best. Oh, we had everywhere he saw none. That's true, too. So really, 15 times 3, which is 45. Hey, I... Have maybe seen seven movies? I had to watch Halloween whatever, okay? like We had to make you watch Halloween. With, uh, yeah. We watched it all together. We all sucked through that suffering. Yeah. Right? We had a bromant. We had a bromant. I like that one. Bromant. That's a good one. I've suffered for you, gentlemen. We suffer for you every day. We <laughs> suffer being near you. That's all we do by being your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say this Joe you gave it a what? 8.5 I gave it a 7 he gives it a 9 IMDB is rating at 6.1 with wow. 23,000 ratings wow again though this is with people rating it thinking it's probably going to be a horror movie yeah. some people just get upset with that too. no and to be fair that marketing to be to fair like, the marketing was like really like off well that's Dude, the problem no I didn't see any marketing for thriller. if you see a psychological thriller normally they're they gear it towards horror for some reason. Hmm. And honestly, you shouldn't. You gotta sell no, it No, you shouldn't. Yeah, no. you really shouldn't. It is a genre all its own, and it's honestly great. Like, honestly, I don't consider Hannibal Lecter to be a, a horror movie. Science of the Lambs, all that stuff, I can say that'd be psychological thrillers. Yeah, this is very much, like, down that road. Yeah. Based on what you said, that's what made me think yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Well, that's a bummer with that, Medi- that Metacritic score, I guess, but... Yeah. All right. With that note, actually, we're going to take a quick break, everybody. We're actually at 46 minutes already. We, we, we only covered this. one movie. We need to stop this. See what happens when we so we'll take the lead? We take too much time, so damn you.
I'm an adult. I have access to random candy now. No, no, no. But these I'm are the adult, candies I have that access to hamburgers. Okay, look, guys. These are the candies that you grew up with. Like when you were like four or five or six, there were those candies like black ice blow pops. You remember those? Yeah. You can find them at this store. Five below. It's fucking awesome. That's where I find these giant Smarties. That's where I find what you would call it. That's where I find like so many different flavors of uh, warheads, like sweet and stuff. It's amazing. You gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta. They got Wonder Balls, guys. Wonder Balls. I don't like candy. What the hell, dude? So, all right. So Brian wants Wonder Balls in his mouth. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't have a sweet tooth at all. So like. Well, you have to have a soul to have a sweet tooth. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you. And welcome back to the Drug of yeah, I, I will take beef jerky. I will take They got beef jerky there, too, so. on a great price. Mm-hmm. Under $5. Yeah. Everything's $5 and below. Uh-huh. That's the name. Uh-huh. Oh, my oh. God. I thought it was a temperature. I thought it, I thought it was a temperature. I've never been in there. Fuck if I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am so sorry, guys. I totally misled that one. My bad. All right. So, $5 <laughs> is $5, $5, $5 and, and below. Under, oh, hey. man. Five below. Please sponsor us for more than five dollars <laughs> a month. <laughs> so we are now back talking about five below for some fucking reason. But yeah, on to the next show. Hold okay. on, you were talking about five below because you jacked my giant Smarties, bro. <laughs> no, you were talking about five below because I jacked your giant Smarties. That's what I said. You know, you said I was talking about it. I said you were talking about it because you jacked my Smarties from five below. Yeah. All right, we're good. All right, back to our podcast. Brian's getting paid five dollars every time he says five below. <laughs> How would you like to know? I really don't. All right, cool. So, so I, I, I think you uh, gentlemen watched the latest Keanu Reeves action thriller movie. What's the name of the movie? So you already lit it up. Might as well finish it. Uh, the movie with Keanu. Reeves. Oh wow, he doesn't really <laughs> know the name. Well, then, come on, so I'll let you get the name before me and Joe jump in. Go. What's the name? Something Guns. Uh, oh, no, no, he did it. Don't say anything. Okay. I want him to keep going. I, please go. Hey, so what are you thinking the name of the latest Keanu Asha movie is I, I actually don't know what it's called. What's it called? No, no, take another guess. We, we're finding oh, hilarious. No. I think I watched like the first one. How many years ago now was that? Uh, it's okay. Uh, I'll how, many, how, how long ago did the first one come out? Now? The first one was Seven so, years? Seven years? No way. It came out in 2014, so nine years ago. Jesus, I was close. Yeah, are you are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's only the fourth film, and the name of the title hasn't changed though. So what's the name of the uh, movie? Again? COVID also pushed this movie out like two years too. Gotcha, gotcha. It's the Keanu. <laughs> oh my god, he wouldn't even try with like the Matrix or something. Like he didn't try at all. He just said Keanu. <laughs> the Keanu movie. That's something that's... Smith. Uh, no. Wow. No. No. He, he, he says. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> different movie style. Oh, Fuck, bro! Really? You I don't. Know? I, you know. I know kung fu. I, I'm not. A, I, I don't really care, dude. It's like TV commercials and stuff. I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV either. <laughs> okay, it's on your Instagram. Uh, paid ads. Uh, not on his formula. His algorithm is yeah. So my fast. algorithm is yeah. So fucked. You don't even want to. His <laughs> algorithm is cigarettes, kittens. And anti-depression medication advertisements? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That makes sense. I am sorry. I went too deep on that one. <laughs> I don't I want to far. Joe, people don't need butt. to know my business. No, okay. they, don't. They, don't, they don't need to try to replicate his algorithm. Yeah. Chill. Don't don't replicate my algorithm. It's, it's cursed. <laughs> Your Instagram timeline will never be the same. <laughs> I feel... I, dude, I feel bad for saying that. I feel like it went too far. <laughs> I am really sorry. Are we going to edit that out? No. <laughs> All right, hey, John Wick. Hey, he I got, got it. it. Uh, he got it. Good job. 
That was a high five. I had to double check what phone was real quick. I was like, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, was, I was literally like, the gears <laughs> in my brain were like, Smith or something, uh, something generic. John. So I was like, like some generic name. I was like, something, something's name. <laughs> so yes. So, so, so obviously I didn't watch this movie. It was super <laughs> obvious. You, you didn't catch by now. We're no. gonna let you know. He, but you guys did not watch the movie. So wait, so you guys have actually wait, is this the fourth one now? Yes, this is, this is John Wick chapter four. <sighs> right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, I um I was supposed to watch it last week, but I ended up having to go to work. So I didn't get to go watch it. I was gonna try to watch it today. I forgot we're recording. <laughs> and um yeah, so I have not seen it either. Jesus, guys, I'm the only one that saw this movie all the way through. <laughs> I sound like Saul right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one saw Finney Pool. I'm the only one saw John Wick 4. Jesus, this is going to be our worst episode ever. <laughs> and we've gone 50 minutes so far. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, okay, okay. Well, Joe, you saw half of it, right? How far did you go, Joe? Like, okay, okay, so set the precedent. This movie is all about killing. So, really quick. Um, I did see half of it <laughs> in completely legal ways. <laughs> I in no way torrented and or streamed this whatsoever. I went to a theater and had to leave early. And there go our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, we review movies and I try to support movies. So I go to theaters and watch movies in theaters or, you know, when they come out on Hulu, yeah. Netflix, HBO Max. I support the arts and also the crappy, crappy movies. That's all watches. No, I'm just kidding. I don't I, watch. Oh no, I went and seen horrible movies just to see how horrible they were. I saw Fantastic Four. I saw Fantastic Four in theaters. Yeah. That was the one with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I watched that one too in theaters. Yeah, I paid money to see that. So did I. But no, I'm saying like I, you shouldn't. <laughs> I knew going I knew going in it was gonna be bad, and I still went to go see it. I support movies even though I should not support certain movies. I I know that. I'm a, I'm a bad moviegoer. I, I support the bad and the good. Look, you're the worst moviegoer. I have three different memberships to go watch movies. I got Movie Club, Cinemark, and AMC. Jesus. Yeah. Forward me a ticket. Goddamn. I'm just saying, bro. I watch movies however and whenever I can, so I support the arts in my own way. Oh, yeah. I try to do it, too, but I don't have the movie club going club thing. I know you don't. I pay full price for everything. Get on my level, bitch. All right. So, anyway, John Wick 4. Dude, the storyline. Uh, you ready, Joe? Has Do he it? not killed everybody yet? No, he hasn't. That's what they said in this film. He's like, yo, are you really going to try to kill everyone? And he's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, motherfucker's going to kill everybody. So to set the, the, the president for you, so since how many of these John Wick movies have you seen? Some? Only the first. All right, so here. Did you see him double tap a motherfucker with a horse? No. It's okay. I also been binge watching the first three movies like this whole week to get ready to watch it today. <laughs> and then I get a message. Hey, recording tonight, right? Fuck. <laughs> no, dude. I swear. Anyway, so the storyline goes like this. In my defense, the guy who schedules the meetings didn't send out the invite. Correction, the guy did send the meeting, but it was for last week, and we did not meet last week because we were supposed to meet this week. In my defense, I never We didn't meet last week because someone had to go out to a party. And you know what? 
There that's not no all regrets. Me. No regrets here. I have no issues with this. <laughs> so, anyway, here's the storyline. So, just so you know. So, there's a condemned... Uh, John Wick is condemned by the tyrannical high table, which is the, like, all power of this whole freaking film. The high table. That's who he's going after. And so now he's going to be on the run for the rest of his life. And he he's like a deadly assassin, Maestro. He embarks on a Sisyphean mission of suicidal fury to decide his fate after the merciless carnage in John Wick Chapter 3. At last, John Wick's violent journey, fueled by vengeance and grief, ultimately leads him to a fateful confrontation with his former employers, the Crime Masters, that forced them into the exile. And, as the bloodstained vendetta to destroy those who pull the strings continues, old companions face the brutal consequence of his friendship. So it kind of really sucked in this film, and we will say that, is that, yes, his friends are trying to help a brother out, but by them trying to help a brother out, there it's costing them like not just money no it's costing them lives like if i was on the run from this fucking high table i'm gonna go to joe's house joe can you help a brother out just like yeah (laughs) joe can you help a brother out literally just by joe saying dude just chill for a second the moment joe said for a second the high table's already at his front door looking for me because i came to joe's because they know who my accomplices are who my friends are and they're still coming after me to the ends of the fucking earth. This one went from, like, the U.S. He went to fucking Tokyo or Japan or somewhere. See, and he still I, found them. I do know in this movie, they travel a shit ton. Dude, they travel so much in this film. Like, they're in so many different nations. I heard he continents. went to the Middle East. Yes. Tokyo. Yes. Uh, London. London? Paris. Okay, London, Paris. And then also, I believe he went to, like, Eastern Europe? Like, Berlin or, like, fucking For Russia? For a second. For a second. Yeah, like, dude, dude. That's one thing I really liked about this film. They are everywhere, and they are so geographically accurate. Like, this guy was riding a horse in the middle of the fucking desert, trying to gun down people coming after him. I'm like, oh my god, he's on a fucking horse, and he's shooting other people down. And it's such a cool... It's This movie, mind you, it's the fourth installment, but they're still trying to keep the killing fresh. Like, it's not all guns and glory. Like, no, when he goes to Japan to visit his friend... He, his friend, has all his staff, which is another hotel. Um, another Continental? Yeah, another Continental. The Continentals are like safe havens for like the assassins. The hitmen. Yeah. Yeah, for all Anyone the Anyone in that Mafia world. They all have different Continentals that they could go to and it's separate, it's separate continents. Because Halle Berry's character ran the, ran the one in Morocco, right? Correct. Yeah, and so he went to his friend that really started it all. Uh, is she in this one? Because I saw no, a German Shepherd. No, she's not. The German Shepherd belonged to another assassin, actually, trying to go after John Wick's bounty because that was the whole purpose of this film. They kept putting a bounty on his head so everybody that's anybody would go after fucking John Wick, Keanu Reeves' character. And it was such, it was so well done in the fact that all the killing was fresh. Like, oh my god, dude, did you at least get to watch uh, Donnie Donnie Yen's character, uh, fucking Kane? I saw him kill Scorpion. Okay, did you see the part where he used fucking doorbells? Yeah. To see where Not even doorbells, they're like the motion sensors. Yes! So, there's a part in this film, very early on, that Donnie Yen's character came, puts up these motion detectors. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, His character's blind. Oh, sorry, oh, okay. yes. I was gonna say, this is gonna make <laughs> That's kind of crucial for Salo to know. So this guy, Donnie Yen's well known for playing blind characters, I will say that. He, he did, did it in Star, Star Wars? Wars. Yeah. yeah. He did it in Star Wars Rogue uh, Rogue Oh, the crappy one. Yes, the one you don't like. You don't like character in that one? You hate a Rogue yeah, It's got a lot really of issues, but... Yeah. I mean, it's not... It's all it. issues. I mean, dude, it's not worse than... Uh, what's it called? The last one. 
The solo film? No, no, sorry. You liked the Han Solo film? I didn't watch it. Actually, no, I did watch it. You know what? It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it more than Rogue One. Yeah, no, no, but the last... The last Skywalker. Yeah, God, that movie was fucking trash. Damn. That whole trilogy was trash. Yeah, the whole trilogy was trash. (laughs) This is not the Star Wars Uh, You know what? Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) It's not the Star Wars episode, bro. But anyway, but Solo wasn't bad. It was not bad. Okay, so, Donnie Yen's character played a blind freaking fighter in Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah, but now he's a gunman in uh, for the high table. table. Yes, for the high table. He was out, but then they pulled him back in because they're like, "Yo, if you don't go kill John Wick, we're gonna kill your daughter." And of course, that puts any guy into the path of, "I'm gonna go do what you tell me to because I love my daughter." I I can relate. So this guy goes and he sets up these motion detectors in this one room where he set them up and he stands at one point with a gun and his cane. And the moment a doorbell goes off, boom boom killed somebody doorbell boom boom dead doorbell boom boom dead this was fucking kill people based on the doorbell noises alone this motherfucker is blind killing people because he set up the motion detectors when i saw that moment dude i was like question like are those fucking bombs dude i thought they were gonna be bombs too and i thought he was just gonna hit a button the moment they went off and the funny thing was i'm like he put one up high and then he stopped looked at it Felt it, felt around, and then put it off the wall and put it lower. Yes. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? And it all set up to anytime that motion detector went off, pop, pop, pop. So did somebody's head. It was great. Fuck. Yes. The best part, I, the one thing I love about the Osaka Continental yes. is all of the, like, the henchmen for Scorpion's character. I gotta say his name, sorry. I'm looking up right now to be sure. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. Okay. He plays Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movies. He's a great martial arts actor. But um, all of his guys use traditional Japanese samurai ninja stuff. Short swords, throwing star daggers, and bows and arrows. Yeah. Also, and the like bow and arrows were so strong, they punctured armor-piercing armor, armor that John Wick had, couldn't pierce with the handgun he used. Dude, it was he so would, crazy to see that. Like, he was literally shooting them to stun them with the shots of the chest to like just like put up off balance for a bit, so he can get close and then hand to hand combat and then try to shoot them through like cracks in the armor yeah. around the neck, through the head, through the glasses, knives, nunchucks. Gotcha. Like this guy was using all he could just to get into a crack in the armor, and that's where I was like, oh my god, isn't this full tired? And then finally, he was using the nunchucks as like a baseball bat, because he was that tired, he was like, fuck this, any baseball swat, and like, uh, people just that knock him off, and then go back and like, pop, killed you, knifed you, it was so cool, like to watch all these ways that, somebody is coming up with these ways of how to kill somebody in full complete body armor, like, there is no area exposed. He had to create the opening and like stun you enough to just point to expose your neck, to expose your side. Not even just that, but the fact that every movie, they have ramped up the action and never made it repetitive. Like in parts uh, three, when he becomes excommunicado, there's a fucking fight in a, where he literally goes in to an like, antique store. He tries to steal a gun. And he's like, he puts it together pulls it out and he goes to load a bullet and it doesn't have the right chamber for the bullet he has so he takes apart three different guns and puts them together to make a gun that would work with the bullets he had there he literally only got one bullet in shot the first one to come to the door and then it became a hand-to-hand combat fight and they would start pulling knives from the walls and they're literally just them fighting with knives hatchets short swords and in the end he's literally just like so dead tired he can't even like 
really move, so he's just standing there grabbing a bunch of knives and just throwing them at the guy, just <laughs> chucking. And like it goes, to, like some of them don't even like puncture, like they hit like a hilt or something like that, and they fall aside, and they're just throwing back and forth at each other. Dude, it was so fun to watch. Like it's a fun watch. It legit is a fun watch because you're watching this guy attack all these people. And he's like, how's he really gonna kill him in the end? And they show you like. Nunchuck here, bam, to your face. I'm going to stab you. Bam, nunchuck to your face. I'm going to shoot you. Like, this fool is just trying to do everything he could to kill these people that were coming after him just because they want to kill this guy and take him off their fucking list and their problems. And he's doing it in a very real way, too. Like, he's using jujitsu, uh, aikido, like a bunch of different martial arts, and he's, a act, he's like a UFC fighter just doing a bunch of stuff to make it whatever work work. Mm-hmm. And it all looks grounded and real. It's not over the top, like... MCU, like I'm gonna yeah. jump off fucking three stories and like you know land land perfectly clean and not be hurt. Like he gets hurt, he's scarred up, he's beat up. You literally see this dude get winded and tired. Yeah, like they make you see he is human at the end of the day. Like he's not Superman, he's not fucking immortal. Like this will gets hit by so many fucking cars. It's amazing, but the way they show you get hit by the way they show you how he gets hit by every car is realistic enough to now. He didn't get hit dead on by a car. No, he like jumps and rolls over the car by getting hit by it. He gets hit inside the car and they ram him. Like it is really well done to where you believe he is still alive and you're never thinking that should have killed him. That should have killed him. That should have killed him. They don't make you grasp that belief because once they make you grasp a belief, you start losing the fun of the film. In my in my opinion. Yeah, and honestly, I love the fact that they actually have a very realistic world where. I mean, it's over the top, and it's very crazy the amount of, like, hits you can take. I mean, that's the part where it goes over the top kind of thing, but the dude's literally, like, doing realistic stuff. Like, he trains and does these stunts himself. I think I read somewhere he did, like, 90% of the stunts for this movie. He really did. Like, this motherfucker is wild. No, I've seen his gun training. I know it's, like... Yeah, well, not, I, I don't mean, like, the gun stuff. I mean, like, he's literally doing these fights. Like, God he damn. trained in, like, five different martial arts... And got black belts in each one. And that's why he's like, I'm going to do this myself. (laughs) And he literally goes in there. And then he's pretty much part of the Sun team at this point. Yeah, he really is. He reminds me of like another Tom Cruise where Tom Cruise tries to go and learn everything he can to do as many of the stunts that he can. Keanu Reeves is the same way, but he's more with the martial arts hand. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise is more like, I want to fly the jet. Yeah, I want to fly the helicopter. Yeah. I want to ride the motorcycle. Like That's Tom Cruise's lane. Keanu Reeves' lane is, I'm going to learn every type of fighting style so it looks as realistic as he can with me in front of the camera. But he does give the love to his crew and his stunt actors. I even read an article that this guy went and made t-shirts, had t-shirts made for every stunt double that he put on the shirt how many times that stunt double died so like if they use the same stunt person 20 times and that person died 20 times he had a shirt that said 20 deaths and then they went to chapter 4 died 20 times <laughs> yes they did that and I was like fucking John Keanu Reeves is yeah, like no, Keanu amazing Reeves person. is amazing like, yeah like, well, not only that but he also adopted those dogs that he got in those movies <sighs> he adopted the dogs yeah so you know that, that little uh, beagle he had in the very beginning yeah the first one he adopted that dog. He actually like fell in love with the dog on set. He's like, I want that dog. So he adopted that dog. Same thing with the pit bull. Damn. So those are his dogs now. That is so fucking awesome. Wow. Like, dude, see Keanu Reeves see is this just dog a right man, here? Dude. It was in my film. And now it's my homie. Dude, Keanu Reeves is just like the ultimate gentleman. Yeah. Dude, he really is. 
Like, huh. I, I cannot hold a flame to that guy. No, no, I can't. I don't Fuck think anyone. I'd be a spark at best. Like, okay. Sure, I'm, like, I'm like a lighter. I'm like a fucking shitty lighter. <laughs> yeah, just lighting a, a crackpot. Lighting a crackpot. That's it. <laughs> have, have you seen the movie where, um... <laughs> fucking crackpot, crack dude. Pot, a fucking crackpot. Jesus. No, I don't do crackpot. I'm the lighter. The lighter's a crackpot. <laughs> do you <need> pipe? <laughs> Yes, crack pot. Did you say pot? <laughs> I'm a pot. <laughs> anyway, Joe, what were you saying? There was a movie where Keanu Reeves plays himself, but he's a complete asshole. What? Which movie was that? Uh, I gotta go back and double check, but um, it was a movie where like he takes um this girl he starts dating. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what it was? It was this. You'll one... always be my baby. Yeah. Yeah. You all be my baby, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. But Keanu Reeves plays himself as an asshole. And he like he literally it's, it's funny as hell, like the way he portrays it, the way he makes it all work. Like I actually enjoy the fact that he made fun of himself. Because that's he, what he did. He made fun of himself. He didn't portray himself as an asshole. I was like, oh boy, he's not an asshole from no article I can read. He's an asshole. No, no, he's not an asshole, but the way they do it, like is everything he kinda does and is, and they make it to an asshole level. That's true. Yes. And like, but that just—it it was so fucking hilarious, dude. It was. Like, here we have some grazed beef, and we while you eat this, we have an actual audio file of the animal that you are eating crying inside of the actual pen before he dies. <laughs> dude. And it's literally him sitting there with the headphones on, crying as he like eating this. It's so beautiful. Is that where that meme is from? Yes. 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 Oh my god. You haven't seen that movie? No, I haven't okay. seen it. I just know the meme. Just for that clip. I was like, wondering where that awesome. meme was from, where he's like crying and eating it. Yeah. And then he hooks up with the crazy hippie chick. He does. And it everybody was, in that film. It was a great. It, it has Aquafina in it, and yeah. um, Aquafina's in it. Yes, Aquafina's in it, and who was the guy? He's um. He's the guy from all the Marvel movies. He's the FBI agent who does the magic trick after Ant-Man does it. He starts doing it every time he meets someone with a card. Uh, oh my god, he's... He was in... Uh, not Parson and Rec, what's it? The Office. As fake Jim for a bit. I'm trying him, right? to get the guy... Yeah, yeah, it's totally that guy. Uh, you'll always be my baby. Yeah. It, honestly, he's a well-known background actor. That, that's the worst part. Like you know all the main stars, but you never remember the background guys. But. Randall Park. There you go. Randall Park. Uh, if I show you his face, you'll see it. Look. Oh, it's this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Doing the slide of hand with freaking yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, that guy is in that film with uh, John Wick. He even fights uh, Keanu Reeves in the film. Huh. And then he makes a song about. It. He's like. Yeah, I punched Keanu Reeves, and it was a whole rap about it. I killed it. But you need to watch it, and dude, back to John Wick. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, so I'm sorry. I know, I saw where you were right. going to go with that tangent. Let's go with ratings. Okay, we're going to go with ratings. I will start off, Okay, based go. on your impressions. It sounds like a solid eight. Ooh, I like your rating. I've seen half of it. I will finish watching it soon. Uh, based on what I've seen and what I expect, I'm at a nine right now. Whoa! I like it. That's pretty high. I do That's enjoy the John Wick movies, and I have not been let down so far from what I've seen. This movie has literally, from what I, the first hour ten, I think I saw of it, of the two hours, forty minutes, 
It's a long movie. That's a long... Oh, man. But there's such a lot of story there. Dude, it's not even... I'm sure sure it goes by super quick. Uh, It's just me hating hating on long movies, as I usually do. I know. But it, it honestly... From what I saw, like, the bit I saw, it went by so quick. There was not a wasted moment. Everything really is needed. Lawrence Fishburne's doing an amazing job. The guy who's playing um, the the head of the New York con, uh, God damn it, not consulate, continental, continental. Thank you. Good job, so he memorized the name and he knows it. What's up? What's up? Damn, Joe, get on his level. I've been drinking and stuff. Okay, that's fine. And stuff. <laughs> so, but um, I am the lighter to the crackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. But no, like, uh, he, the whole cast is doing an amazing job. I was really sad. I was hoping that Char- uh, Charon was going to be in there a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Lance Redding, Redding? Yeah. Who recently passed that was actually the concierge oh, for the dude. hotel. So, oh, man, yeah. that sucked. Like, he died in the film. Before he actually died in real life, so I was like, "Oh, I would hope." I mean, me too, but you know, I mean, the way you CGI don't want is fucking the guy who plays Paul Walker. What's his name? Wait, Paul Walker. So yeah, see what I did there? Was? Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> so the guy who played Brian in Fast and Furious has yet to be killed in the fucking film franchise. They did say in the next Fast X, he's coming he, back. He's coming back, but they are going to kill him off this time. And this fool's been dead for years. I'm just throwing it out there. There's Hollywood like, doesn't like There's dead. no he's need. Like, there's no need. There's no need to do that. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Joe. Oh, anyway. there's a hashtag for the next episode. Who plays Paul Who is going to play Paul Walker in the new movie, though? His brother. Uh, His brother. Yeah, just let him have a happy ending. No, they're not going to let him have a happy ending. We're going to go off a cliff somewhere. Ben Diesel singles here for family. <laughs> for Brian. Oh, Lord. All right, so, Brian, what do you rate so, this movie? <laughs> Okay, okay. So I got two ratings. I got two ratings on this one. There's a there's a quick uh, curveball. So if you've never seen a John Wick film, I think you should still watch this film. I'm gonna give it an eight. I want you to watch this film because that's what I give it. Yeah. So if you've never watched it, you should watch it. It's an eight. It's worth the watch. Great action. Great story. They do catch you up on what's happening and why. Uh, John Wick is doing what he's doing and it's really cool because they tra- ca- they carry over what's been happening from chapters 1, 2, 3 the fool lost his finger in number 3 they show it he's still missing his finger in number 4 like all the things that he's been doing have been carrying over and they say that so well done in the film like dude you know I'm gonna help you but you're putting me at risk the dude's daughter straight up told John Wick's character like dude you shouldn't be here you're gonna put my dad at risk like I don't want my dad to die and then everything happens and it transpires and then you know it still ties back to I think uh, film number two where his wife died or was that number one she dies before the movie's gonna start but yeah so dude still from, from movie number one they still the wife's still the, dead. The wife is still dead, <laughs> but he still brings it up. You know what he said in part of this film? And I was like, fuck, that's touching. He's like, look, on my tombstone, I just wanted to put loving husband. That's all I want. And I was like, fuck. These guys are talking about what they want on their tombstones. That was like so foreshadowing. But it was like, but I didn't want it to happen. And spoiler alert, at the end of the film, it's on his tombstone. Loving father. Loving husband. And I was like, Fuck. So, you know, shit like that. So, like, wait, John Wick dies? 
Oh, I just said spoiler alert, bitch. Like, God damn. Oh, did you oh, want to wow. come here? Wait, so is this the last John Wick movie? So no. this is what's awesome. <laughs> so this is what's awesome. Based on what's happening, based on the hype, based on the money they're making from these films, it is going to turn into a John Wick cin- uh, cinematic universe. So yes, John Wick's character died at the end. He has a gravestone. He has a tombstone. They put right there, loving husband. There is no post-credit scene. He literally is dead. They buried this fool. But... The only thing I can say is they did not show his body being buried in the fucking casket. So, typical movie magic. He could probably come back. Uh, according to all the rumors and articles I've been watching, uh, the studios is interested in a John Wick 5, uh, another movie, but they're also interested in spinoffs, so they could easily pull from somebody else. Well, they already um, announced a spinoff. Yeah, they already announced a spinoff. It's funny. called Ballerina st- st- starring Anna de Armas. I will take that with a grain of salt to this day still because that's really, really fresh. Uh, Donnie Yen also said he was interested in a spinoff. So he's down to play uh, the Kane. character of Kane and probably do like a prequel to where he what he was doing before he lost his eyes because he straight up said in the film he gave his eyes willingly to the high table to kind of earn his freedom. But he still didn't earn his freedom because they pulled him back to fight John Wick. And oh my God, how they did the final duel is so awesome. But that's why I gave that uh, movie an eight. If you've never seen it, it's good. Well, you say you had two scores. What's the other score? Yeah, the other score is if you've watched the John Wick series, this shit's like a nine. Hmm. Like, four movies in, it still had you... Not even... You were still guessing how this fool is going to get out of here with his life. And you're watching it the whole time like, damn, how's this fool going to survive? Damn, he got hit by ten cars. How is he going to live? Damn, he ran out of bullets. Damn, his phone... His uh, gun only has like 21 bullets per magazine. And I'm counting the shots, bro. Like, I'm counting the shots this fool's making every time he gets to a gunfight. Just to see, is he really pulling 21 shots before he reloads? What happened with this car? It's a muscle car. He lost both doors. How is he living? Like, there is so much shit going on in this film that I just want... I'm watching it. I'm counting it. I'm, and they got me enthralled. Like, I was giving this movie 100% of my attention because I've been watching all the John Wick movies. Yeah. And I loved it. So I'm giving it, like, a solid 9. If you watch the series, if you've never watched the series, you're going to get... It's a serious 8. Like, it's so good. Um, so, yeah. That's where I'm ready at, Joe. Okay, I, I'm with it. So you, your your rating is what I am expecting. Yes, yes. basically. Yeah, so I, yes. I'm cool with that. I'm happy with that. Good. Good to be good. I'm glad. All right. And now we go forward. We move on to Dungeons and Dragons. Roll for initiative, bitches! Thieves. Our final movie of the week. All right. So this is the movie that we, thanks to Amazon Prime... Got tickets to see two motherfucking weeks early. Although compared to general, it's gonna come out like a week after, right? Release. Well, no, like we're we're speaking about it right now. We're talking about this film. It's going up on the film. The weekend it's going um, live in theaters, but we already saw it two weeks in advance. So we get to record this episode. You will hear this episode on April fifth, and you will know we saw it ahead of the general public. Yeah. Uh, and we actually all watched this together. It yeah, was a bro. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So it was pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. We got lost in that one parking lot, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the film watching. Parking lot. <laughs> that parking lot really, really made us feel like we were in a dungeon, bro. We were like, yo, yeah. hey, if we're here on level three, how do we get to yeah. level three? <laughs> but a different way. <laughs> it's like the Pokemon mazes. We're like, <laughs> it really was, it was like that one uh, Saffron City. Yeah, dude. Saffron City. All right, guys, we worked here. Yeah, that we're here. Exactly this isn't the right way. We got to go back oh, to the working title to really get to level three the real way. <laughs> oh lord 
<laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So let's get into Dungeons it. Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. This thing had an action-packed cast: Chris so Pine, well Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Justin Smith, Hugh Grant, Daisy Head, Chloe Coleman, Sophia Lillis, Reggie Jean Page. Just to name a few. Honestly, I was really upset by that. Upset by what? Reggie John Page. I thought he was going to be in there a lot more than he was. You know what? To be fair, you know he should have been. He like, should have been. I like, felt like he should have just been part of the party. I really felt like he should have been. But I also love the moment where he like he's walking away. Yeah, he's going to walk over the rock. He's, <laughs> he even walks in a straight line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a rock. What's he going to do? He's walking over it. <laughs> yeah, he fucking walked over. But you know, I think in most Dungeons and Dragons games, the paladin is. I don't want to say overpowered, but they're so fucking like versatile. They're not overpowered. They're not overpowered, but they're so utility. Like if you have yeah. a paladin in your party, your party's gonna do better off by having yeah, the paladin I, there. I kind of wish he was part of like the overall like story. Like the I really wish that too. And honestly, his character from the trailer was the one I was excited to see. Yeah, because and also I kudos to them for doing this. They did not play Chris Pine's bard character as a typical bard. They, no, did, not. they did not. No, it felt yeah. Like it was a bard, but he had a he double class, like... but he didn't want his other class to be prevalent over the bard. Well, no. See, he's primarily started off bard and went rogue. Yeah, I was going to say, he, but then he was he more like his a rogue part and wanted to only focus on being a bard. It's the like, bar part is if I had to if I had to explain this to to people he's not like Scanlan where like, no, no, no. like he's like a level four bard and like he's like a level fucking twelve fucking bro yeah yeah he definitely multi classed yeah <laughs> yeah multi class for sure like yeah it's like you see him he doesn't really do any spells as a bard no and no. I feel like because they couldn't explain that away in the movie. That is also true. Like, how, dude, even when you're playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons, how do you explain that the bard, being the bard, is... Magical. He has his moments where he will be monumental, fucking awesome. But unless you know who the bard is, you don't understand his monumentalness. Yeah. Like, you, you, the bard character, even in the character description, is not described as, like... Fucking awesome, but you know when we watch Vox Machina, that's what I was gonna say. Legend I of Vox Machina, I, I saw you. Legend of Vox Machina has just like spoiled they us. They make the bar look yeah. so awesome. Yeah. But when you put it in Dungeons Dragons real life film and you try to give it the real effects, like the bard did have his music time and he had his illusion time, but even then that was piggybacked off of the mage. Yeah, I wish we him. Yeah, see, that's so what I'm saying. Like, I, I get it, but you know, in the film, he was trying to be a harper and he he was the guy that came with the plans, and if the plans failed, he had another plan. And then he's like, yo. They make bad plans. plans. You, make bad, you make bad plans. Like, I was like, fuck, he's not wrong. She's not wrong because she was the one that called him out on those plans. But, yeah. I, I mean, let's. I, there's a lot I liked about this movie, and yes. I think there was a lot where I. It's not, ba- it's not a bad movie at all. It's just there was parts where I was kind of disappointed, but it didn't go far enough. Oh, okay. um, so let's stop you right there. But, let's stop you but, right there. But before I. I liked all the characters. The characters were so well done. Yes. yes. All of them. And honestly, I kind of wish we'd gotten even more time with some of these, like the tiefling. Um, honestly, I do love the fact that the tiefling was a druid yeah. as opposed to being like a, a warlock or, or a warlock. Yeah. Because tieflings are commonly played as that. And yes. the fact that they made her a druid was so well done. But we yes. got so little time with her as well where like we don't really get to know her motivations. And they it, did talk about her motivations. Her home was being once, wiped Like, we out. get, like, one thing. Yo, bro, if you're trying to wipe out my home, I'm going to fight but you. Now, to be fair, though, there was a lot going fair. on in this movie. I get it. Like, and I understand. I totally understand. 
I wish we'd gotten more time with some of these characters. So, so, but I'm I, so get glad you but said I get that. it. I'm so but glad I get you it. Said that. Motherfucker, I don't want movies to be three hours. You know this runtime. I know. Two I know. Hours and 14 I know. Minutes. It's a so lot. It sounds like it is a lot. more time. It so is a we lot. needed. What we needed. The director's cut. <laughs> no, not even the director's cut. <laughs> the Snyder cut could not cover this movie. We need a six episode miniseries. No, uh, this would have worked I'm, better as I'm a miniseries. I'm not but... for the miniseries, but I get it. But like, I get it. So we, yeah, we like, have to. Yeah. So to fight the miniseries, and the reason why I don't want it to be a miniseries is because it's so fucking action packed. My TV, sixty-five inch TV, would not do it justice. Like you want to see these effects, you want to see this acting, you want to see all this magic. You want to see the owlbear rip somebody apart. See, yes, you want to see it on a fucking big screen. Like you, I get why they made it a film. Like. Could they have done a miniseries? 100%. That's where Vox Machina comes in, and it's animated. It's not even realistic with all these CGI effects because that shit would get expensive to the level of like Game of Thrones status where these dragons are like so CGI'd. But that's my take on that, and that's why I don't think it should have been an episode miniseries. I get it, and they wanted to make a movie. I totally understand that. You got um, movie-level caliber. Yeah. It cannot be done. You're not going to get Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez in a TV series. You're not. Yeah, you're not. You're absolutely years. not. That's and why. to be fair, like, they're... To be fair. fair. But they're, they're... They did a really good job. Their characters are great, for the most part. Dude, uh, from the very beginning. Dude, yeah. like the beginning, they yeah. had chemistry. Yep, they did. I love the fucking chemistry. We really need Jonathan to be here right now. <laughs> we Tara Kokra. We really need him to be here right now. I would. I feel like the story would be so much better if he was here. <laughs> but I did have. But we have you. We we agreed for your pardon. I think that the biggest issues with were the relationship with the daughter. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Elaborate. Elaborate. So. I mean, we're going to kind of get into, like, spoiler territory a little bit. Uh, like, spoiler alert. always spoil everything. But I'm warning. Yeah, I'm just warning. Yeah. So, like, there was the issue where, like, at the very end, um, Michelle Rodriguez's character was supposed to be taken as, like, a do- like a mother figure to the daughter. But we never really saw them bond. Except for, like, one scene. So. And uh, it's, like, I... <sighs> so, it's not so much the... Daughter father figure relationship. You're talking about the daughter mother mother figureship, and see that's where I I, yeah. I was with you Saul yeah. until they explain it at the very very. But end that's like at the very very end. But that's how they get you no, is because they're you're, like you're supposed you to think no. you think the whole time. Right. You're supposed to build this relationship in the. It's like it's like that's one of those. A, but that's the whole. Point you're not supposed of to film. kill the character and then. Show, show us why we should care. Yeah, but that's the twist. No, the twist that's, is that's not a twist. That's, not a twist. that's an M Night Shyamalan yeah. level twist. Like you are supposed to make us care about this character dying well beforehand. Yeah, yeah, in a typical film, but come no, on. not even typical. No, any film, any film. Yeah, you need any to make film, us care. Any TV yeah. series. If you want me to care about a character dying. You need to give me a reason why. And, and it's not even the fact that they brought, you know, Michelle Rodriguez's character back. It's like, I get, I would have been okay with him just like realizing like, oh, this is my friend who's been here this whole time. And this is why I should. That would have been yeah. a better yeah. reason why. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because we know their friendship. We've known that they've been there for each other. And him sacrificing, bringing back his wife to bring back the friend who's been with him this whole time. It's a good enough fucking trade. Yeah. You don't well, need to like shoehorn like, oh, he, she had this relationship with my daughter that was never explained before, but here it is. And you get flashbacks of her and yeah. the kid together. Like Instead, I would rather have seen flashbacks of Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez together. Yeah. And having, like... Because we already know yeah. the relationship there. We already see yes. the camaraderie. We already see... Like, he even says, 
we're not together. She's like my sister. Yeah. And you see that like sibling bond almost. And I can see him being like... And that's important enough to just like be like... So I'll uh, stop you guys right there. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Uh, Fuck both y'all. So the whole... This guy... This devil's being a bit of an asshole. I, I, totally I agree. Am. So... Is he a tiefling? No, tieflings are nicer uh, than me. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All right, so look. So this Mind director, fair. John Francis Daly, he did not play the typical movie role where he built the fucking relationship to make you know in the end... He was going to give up the stone to the fucking Michelle Rodriguez character. He literally hid that part of the world from everybody. He did not show you guys the fact that Chris Pine's wife died, right? She died, and the daughter never knew the mom. But the whole point in this film was Chris Pine wants to bring back the mom yeah. for the daughter. But the end of the story was the daughter never knew the mom. No. And as fucked up as it is, and you no. know, no, it's what do you weak. mean, no? No. It's weak. He's not bringing it back for the daughter. He's that's bringing it back his, for himself. Yeah, that's yeah. He's bringing it, and they should have honestly that whole twist of like why she got killed. Like they should have just like not even it shouldn't have been a twist. It should have been like in my own greed, I decided. You should to do have kept this. it at greed versus his mistake. Yeah, well, there was a big go hand hand, but like the whole yeah. point is like it shouldn't have been a twist because it really wasn't like we already knew what yeah, was going. Like, yeah, it was already given from the very get go, so there's no twist. We see yeah. it coming. We it's, it's already obvious from the very from the word yes. jump. Yeah, but in all honesty, like what really should have happened was it should have been a combination of Chris Pine. Seeing her as someone who cares for him and his daughter. Yes, exactly. As opposed to like, I'm doing this for the daughter because this is the mother that she yeah. really had. And that's not a good enough reason. Again, that was like the biggest. Like, it's just like that relationship with daughter. It's like that was super weak. Um, I agree with you. Like, it, it should have been like you know, like this is my best friend who's been here with me. And and the whole twist with the mom, it shouldn't even been a twist. We should have known that he feels guilty because you know this is that. Yeah. Like well, we already know the whole point of him trying to revive her is because he feels guilty about the exactly. Death. So we know that already. In all honesty, what would have been way better is he has the flashbacks of the moments of Michelle Rodriguez and the yep. daughter, and we see it from his point of yep. view exactly. And we realize that he and he goes, he looks at the daughter like, "I'm sorry, I, I can't bring back. I'm sorry, I can't bring back your mom. Yeah, I have to save her. Yep. And the daughter says she's more of a mother to me than anyone else. Has like, been. yeah, you can phrase it any way, but yeah. like, I understand. Like, one of those like, yeah, I get it's it. like, like she is my mom kind yeah. of thing. And like he, you know, Chris Pine tears kind of thing, and then he uses the yeah. fucking thing. That would have been a it way would, better it's, moment. And it's a simple. It's like a very simple rewrite. But, and that is honestly my only gripe. Honestly, yeah. it is like my only gripe with the movie. But again, if we were like, if we were to go with the way I was saying, if it was a miniseries, we have that time to show the flashbacks of Michelle Rodriguez's character with yeah. the daughter. Yeah, if you and wanted to go down that route, yeah, if you wanted to go down that route, yeah, you definitely could yeah. have. But in movie, in a movie setting, I think like what we no for movie, that, what yeah. we just said is the better way to work it. And, also, and if you want to have to keep the story yeah. as of what it was, a miniseries yeah. works better. The other thing that I had a slight and and I'm talking a lot. It feels it feels like I'm talking a lot of shit. I actually enjoyed this movie. Like I'm not gonna be like this is a bad movie. It was actually pretty good. It was decent. You know, like I had fun watching this movie. But what it I was pretty good. It was decent. It was, <laughs> yeah, he keeps going for the watching but, it like go up and down. Right. From seven, but eight, what nine. I will say this is like the scene where they're in that tournament, right, with like everyone else. It's like they get through one level and then like none of that matters anymore. 
I really thought that was gonna be a bigger part of yep. the whole thing. Yeah, I really thought that yeah. whole thing. Like, was I really thought it was. Yeah, exactly. And all they really figure out is not to win the game, but how like, to cheat the system. No, they don't. They just literally figure out how to like get back underground. Get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once he realized that he had to go underground to begin with, he like, well, I have an idea how to do that, and that's where the whole gelatinous cube, yeah. fucking dropping down below the stones, works. And yeah, I mean that shows right there. Which was like, a, it was a cool scene. Don't get me wrong; it was pretty cool. But it's like, you know, you kind of you thought that this whole like scene, like this whole tournament, was going to lead to something kind of. Like, I thought it was going to be something bigger, and I thought it was going to be a player at larger. Yeah, role. exactly. And apparently, like the group that we see like running through the maze and like dying all the time, the secondary group that they have there out of the three, apparently it's like a big like Dungeons and Dragons group somewhere, somewhere. I thought that critical role. I don't know who they were. Ah, well, but now I feel like an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, but other than that, like this movie had some really cool bits, like the part where they're resurrecting like the dead people to try to figure out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, great. That was a great scene. Wait, was that a question? Yes. The scene with uh, what's her name? The um, shaman. Um, the red was witch. No, when uh, ah, um, the tiefling when she's like shape shift like the druid. Yeah, when she's shape shifting through like. All the different animal forms, through the like, city, yeah. trying to escape, which was like, a really cool scene. A little abrupt because like they recruit her, and all of a sudden we go into that scene. There's like no like. Well, they do have a moment where they explain her whole motives. For yeah, her. but like they don't go into like what the plan is. No, I think we're supposed to see the plan unfold. Yeah, so like that was a little odd, but that I mean, scene was. They cool. explain the plan. They're like, "Yo, we need somebody to get in." There. And then we go into there, and you're like, "What do you mean? There was a whole build up." Uh, see, she was a deer. Yeah. That was funny. Okay, yeah. But, like, that scene was cool, though. Like, to be yeah, fair, like... Yeah, the very end. doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, and then, I guess, like... What am I trying to find? Like, that... The, the Bringing the Dead back was fun. Uh, the Fat Dragon. Yeah, the Fat Dragon was interesting. That was funny. Yeah, that was interesting. The uh, the Mortal Crew, where he was like, Oh, yeah, we killed them all. He's like, No, we didn't. They oh, yeah, and they come back like, to life. Wait, what? And I was like, Fuck, he just looked like a badass. Take out that whole crew. He's like... Yeah, they're gonna. But be isn't back. he a paladin? Shouldn't he be able to smite undead? Like he didn't use any spells or chanting, bro. See, the thing is, he is a paladin, yeah. but I don't like know exactly like because they do have um, uh, damn the dead or something like that. I forget what the no, spell's they, called. No, he should be able to like just smite undead. Like that is a spell they learn, but depending on which way you go in that class, because there's different branches. And I don't know, but I think he might be an oath breaker. I think he might have broke his oath and changed it to something else. Oh, maybe. I I just feel as a paladin. He, you know, this is yeah, I, I, like, I feel as a paladin. Well, also as a druid, I think you, if you shape change, like if we go from like one animal to another, yeah, you have to go to human. human. Yeah, I, I was kind of wondering yeah, about that too. Yeah, yeah. I was like a little. I know. I know. I was like, 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 cool. I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm taking notes. I'm like, fuck that. I'm bringing it to my dungeon. I don't think that works. I don't know if you watch the Dungeons and Dragons, but I could totally change. From a falcon to a mouse in the flip of a wrist, like DM has you. overall rule over <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know. I say no. I say roll for initiative, bitch. Let's go. I roll a mat twenty. I change from that falcon to this. a mouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, but overall the character work is great. Um, yeah, they, they did well to tie it for what little time you spend with the characters. They have great growth. Yeah, all of them, even uh, the paladin's character. His character growth was actually really well done, and he showed at the very end, arresting the Red Witch. Yeah, I would love to see a second 
movie. Honestly, uh, dude, yeah, with so much. Room yeah, to and the with movie. maybe like a little more like in depth stuff. Yeah, but I would like to see this cast again. Like specifically this like this group. Again. No, this whole crew works so well together. Yeah, even the villain. What's his name? The, Hugh the, Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant. I loved. Like he was great. Like I, I knew he was gonna be the villain. I knew yeah. he was gonna be like very charismatic. Yeah, but that's the thing. He sells it so well. Like he did such a good job. Yeah. No, he does a great job. I, the entire time though, I kept thinking. What class is he? Yeah. Oh, the it's whole true, though. Time you're watching this film, he's you're a rogue. Thinking, he's, he's a like, rogue. No, I think he has to be a low-level rogue. Yeah, he's a rogue. Dude, he's got to be totally a rogue. rogue. Like, the whole time you're watching this film, that's what's awesome. If you know about Touches and Dragons, you're watching this whole film, and you're trying to figure out who every character they put on screen, what's your class, what's your class, what's your class, what's your class? What's your class? Like, yeah. You're literally trying to do that throughout the whole film, and that's what yeah. I really like, too. The only issue I had, though, was, like, Michelle Rodriguez's character... Barbarian. Barbarian. At one point, she gets an axe. Okay. She uses the blunt side of the axe the entire time. You know, time. I was talking to you, Joe. Uh-huh. Like, we had this issue. This movie really did its best to shy away from violence. You're right. We totally did talk about yeah. this. And we also talked about its rating and why it probably rated the way it did. This film was rated at PG-13. So because of that, they could not show the gory yeah. deaths on screen. So do you guys think they did that to pull more audience members? Yeah, I think they did. And honestly, I don't know if an if R rating would have worked for this movie. What do you mean an R rating would have worked? We would have seen more blood and gore, bro. It, it would have worked for this movie, but the thing is, they they really the Legend of Vox Machina is doing that already, yeah. and they pull in a good audience. They want to pull a wider audience yeah, they want and to pull, be more yeah. family friendly. Yeah, and I get that, and I totally get that. But you, you definitely see that in some of the fight scenes, especially with Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, where she's like punching some of these people, specifically in the armor spots. Yeah, so like she doesn't kill them. She's literally aiming to maim, and there's moments where I'm like you could have killed him. You yeah, killed him this way. You could have. Yeah, you could have yeah, hurt yeah, so many yeah. people right now. But yeah, so like I, I definitely noticed that, and they were trying to go for like a clean fight style, and I yeah. get that. One of my favorite moments, though, and this made me laugh so much thinking about it, because I, as I, because I've been DMing our game, I at the very end, the final fight, we literally see all of them fighting against the Red Wizard, and yeah. they're all like taking turns hitting her. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a round, that's a round, that's a round, because they each take a shot in, and everyone's like fighting all at once, and it's literally like six seconds go by, and everyone gets shot in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's a, a whole round of play. It's like twelve rounds, yeah. and they finally defeat her in twelve rounds. I'm like, oh, that's like a, if you were to play that, that's literally probably like a forty-five minutes an hour. <laughs> it took twelve seconds. Yeah, that's true though. It's like it's like you don't realize like how because like in D and D, like you have to act out what you're doing. You have to say what you're doing. Yeah, and, and you're taking like, turns, and everyone's taking their own turn doing it individually. Before, and each round is six seconds. Yeah, that's the rule of D and D. Each round is six seconds, and while it seems like everything's like going slowly and like you're pacing very quickly, it's going like that yeah, in, in real, real life. life. Yeah. So what seems like a fucking like a twenty round moment, which like to if playing out that whole twenty rounds takes like thirty minutes to an hour. Twenty rounds times six. That's like what a uh, uh, hundred and twenty minutes. So hundred twenty seconds. So divide that by sixty. That's two minutes. So a twenty round fight is two minutes at best. That's wild. And like yeah, so we literally see them like fighting and they do all that and it's so fucking great. It is. Like I said, I 
and they legit use a bunch of items from actual I know. D&D, and yeah. they name drop places from D&D. Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter. <laughs> yeah, Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Baldur's Gate was the biggest, like, hey, I know that place. Well, no, even the place they go to, Neverwinter, is a legitimate place that plays a huge part of actual D&D. There's a whole spiel, like, whole campaign arc with a whole book dedicated to it for Neverwinter. It, it's like overall like I love the touches I love like the spells like everything is like super relatable if you play D&D right um, I guess my question to you guys is does this bring in people who have never played D&D does it because like you have to keep in mind this is a movie by uh, Wizards of the Coast and uh, Has- Hasbro right um, yeah it's Hasbro that owns uh, I think Hasbro does own the rights yeah. but um, I I do. I don't know who the writers are, but I did read that the actual writers are legitimate D and D players. No, I know, but this movie was yeah Hasbro fund like help fund like the whole part of the production company. Yeah. yeah. So the whole point is like, do you guys think this accomplishes the mission of bringing people who are not familiar with D and D into the universe? I think it will bring some in. I don't think it's going to bring in a ton. Hmm. Because in all honesty, like D and D's on the rise. Stranger Things did a good job of bringing yeah, a lot. Yeah, honestly, in. Stranger Things did the biggest help for like D&D yeah it really did and I think that it helps the fact that they're showing like like the mind flare the giant thing in the sky like that's not even a huge fucking villain in the fucking game yeah but it's like a crazy villain like that makes a lot of sense and like the references and the fact that they actually played in season 4 it did bring in a lot of people a lot of kids nowadays because they watch things are like D&D sounds so fun and I want to play it there's clubs now and, and schools are doing D&D. That's crazy. Yeah, like I actually have a friend whose sons are like now getting to D&D recently because of all this stuff. And they're playing at school and like one of the, the one of the teachers actually guys who DMs the entire campaign for them and he actually will like do it with like the thing he had like six kids in the group. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. And the fact that like D is great for kids, it's yeah. one, interactive. Two makes them think on their feet. Three math is a huge part of it. Fucking math. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like it's great for kids in terms of just learning and like building up like you know social skills. So I mean, D and feel like this is gonna boost it a bit, but yeah. it's not gonna be a huge jump. Yeah, that huge jump already came because of Stranger Things. I and uh, Critical Role. I say right i honestly i think more stranger things is a critical role hmm. I, mean, I, I mean you're right you're right i mean stranger things has the biggest reach right yeah i mean honestly critical is what got me into wanting to play that's what i'm saying it's, you know, it's, stuff. Yeah. yeah it's what made me want to get into it um and i think that's where i get most of my dnd like you know i've gotten into other channels like i've started following like playthroughs and stuff like that yeah. on other channels but you're right like that's kind of one of the main things that kind of got me into it as well um it's interesting to see. We'll see. Because, again, I don't know how well this movie's going to do in theaters. Well, I mean, we saw it two weeks early, bro. Yeah. Like, the real op- the real numbers are going to come this weekend. True. And I feel like it's actually going to do pretty well. I don't think it's going to do, like, huge, huge, over-the-top money. But I feel like it's going to do pretty solid. I feel like it's probably going to maybe opening weekend, maybe pull 18 to 20 mil. Yeah. Ooh, I like this game. So I'm looking it up right now what their budget is. So we can all take a guess now, and after opening weekend, see what they really come to. So, uh, fucking a. All right. So it probably cost them like forty mil, right? 
All right, so based on uh, the actors they have in this movie caliber and the CGI. cinematic CGI's, what do you guys think their budget was just to make this fucking film? We'll say 35. I'm going to go with the 40. You guys are fucking so naive in how much CGI was used in this film. Uh, because according to Google and what I searched... Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, budget was $151 million. That hurts. That's a big budget. That's a huge budget. You gotta pay Chris Pine, Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez, Bradley Cooper, Bradley Cooper, and all the fucking CGI they use in this film. So, we need to cross our fingers. If we ever want to hope to I know. see a sequel, I know. I they, they need to turn profit, and that is a huge number to try to come over. I, you guys are both giving the best faces we ever. I wish sequel. this was video Just because. Did you say <laughs> Yes, I said videographed, bro. It's a I, word. I like this movie. Learn English. I like this movie a lot. Not a lot, but I did like this movie. <laughs> Not a lot, you dick. Again, I had my issues with it, but man, that's a that's a big that's a big budget. budget. I know, and I don't know, and that's you know, including marketing. I'm sure, I, and it was a big marketing I, push. I was watching a boxing match at a bar, and and like the on the ring thing it said like Dungeons and Dragons no fucking yeah, oh my god like, shut up yeah I kid you not I was like oh, oh that was a bad marketing place. yeah the marketing okay. campaign for this movie is kind of kind of high oh shit yeah uh, so every time with a boxing match because they're fighters and we have fighter characters yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh no so yeah so guys based on this budget and how many people watch it there's an uphill battle for sure. Uh, yes, Stranger Things did their justice by bringing Dungeons and Dragons more on the map. Yes, this film is trying to keep it on the map. And I think that if you're a Dungeons and Dragons player, like you're, you're gonna go see it, you're gonna like it. Actually, actually, like, and you're then gonna, low you're gonna... key off of mainstream. Before Dungeons and Dragons became mainstream, there was a lot of Dungeons and Dragons players. Before Stranger Things made it, big. yeah. Before fucking this, this is like out. a second renaissance for like D and D. I mean, just talking uh, about it, Wizards, uh, Wizards of the Coast. How many iterations and editions have they made of the Dungeons and Dragons? More on the fucking fifth point something. Now. It's five E right now, and they have D and D one coming out, which is gonna be the next edition. Um, and they also have Pathfinder. So. But Pathfinder isn't like a isn't technically D and D. It's D and D, but it's like a branch of it kind yeah. of thing it's weird but so it's I mean, made by a different company but my point is we're at fifth or sixth edition which takes years yeah we're in to the fifth to. edition yeah well you know in what the 80s no not fifth edition no not no, fifth no, edition no, but, but Dungeons and Dragons original edition came out first started coming yeah. out is in the 80s and we're yeah. 90s 2000s 2010s 2020s like there's a lot of fucking Dungeons and Dragons players that are gonna go see this film and that's what these filmmakers are banking on I, they were banking on that the people who play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons are gonna go see this no, film no and we did right? we fucking <laughs> did no no you're right. Dungeons and Dragons well, players here's the thing. it's like the thing is like they are gonna get the people who watch who play the game right to go see the film but I don't think that number is big enough yet to like, like unless you bring outside people. Like. Okay, so let let's go ahead and try to put that into mathematical terms. So you, the, we just said the film takes 151 million dollars to make. How many Dungeons and Dragons players do you think there are in this world? So, off the grid. I don't think that many. 
No, just throw a number. Throw a number. I am not a numbers person. Joe, throw a number. Uh, players? Just players in the world, in the U.S. Well, there's like, like 7 billion people in the world. Correct. I'm going to say about... I'm going to say about 500 mil. 500 million people play Dungeons & Dragons off the grid. They don't promote it, whatever, right? Then if we just say the average movie ticket is like, what, $14, $15? Uh, we'll say 15 $15. Just by that alone, mathematically speaking, this movie should make like $7 billion. Five hundred million let's, dollars. Let's rewrite this. How many people in the U.S. do you think play D and D? Okay, let's go U.S. How many people in the U.S.? I don't, I don't fucking know. I ask Google for those type of things. Ask Google. All right, U.S. population says there's three hundred thirty-one point nine million people and as of twenty twenty-one. Like how many? Do, how many of them do you do you think actually play? I would D&D? say ten percent. No. million? I would. That's say like, way too high. I would no, say you said, like, what's the number you said? 331.9, you know what, 332 million? I said 10% of that. I would D&D. say 0.5% of that played D&D. Are you fucking serious? I am serious. Fuck. I'm going to say 2% at best. Actually, Joe might be even right. All right, so I'm going to put 320 million, and you guys say, how? what's the percentage? 2%. 2%. Yeah, it's a really Jesus. low percentage. Yeah, I don't think that a big percentage of the U.S. population plays D&D. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of those people are children and old people, so yeah. too dumb to play and too senile to play. And even the people who watch uh, Stranger Things, not all of them all right. are so picking up. Also, people who listen to Critical, not all of them play. Yeah, right. Some so people doing, just enjoy listening to them talk. So doing the math. That means only 6 million people in the U.S. play Dungeons & Dragons. And how and much? And we need at least 10 million and 600... And six, or 60, 10 million, 6,000... I don't like those odds. I don't don't like tell them. me the odds, but I'll give you the odds, all right? Let's say the 6 million people that play d and I'll go watch this film at $15 a ticket. The film should come back at $90 million. So they are set to lose $65 million. That actually, $61 million. That actually sounds like a good good prediction. Dude, I'm fucking, <laughs> dude this is awesome. We are fucking oh, forecasting. Okay. Yeah, let's forecasting. Oh, let's forecast it right now. We're forecasting right now. They're set to lose $60 million, $61 million. Based on what 60 we just million? calculated. That's a lot to lose. And we're guessing. I'm 151, though. I mean, like that's a third. Yeah, true, true. We'll see. We'll see. I don't think that this movie is going to be as successful as Wizards of the Coast predicted. Yeah, as wants it to be or needs it to be. Which is why I don't think we're going to get a sequel for a long... Or not a sequel. We're not going to get another Based D&D. on this numbers alone, bro, we're not getting yeah. a fucking sequel. I hate to say it, but I just... I mean, I think it's spot on. I'm going to go ahead and say this. We, if we do get a sequel, it's going to be straight to DVD it's the budget's gonna be cut in half yeah and the cast is gonna be Nick Jonas and some other <laughs> random people no but yeah I mean I really enjoy this movie I love the fact that they actually use like legitimate creatures and spells and yeah. all the other stuff from the actual fucking game like the people who play this are legitimate no fans yes yeah who, yeah it shows yeah exactly exactly it it, it is a fun movie it, it has all the parts of D. maybe i'm a little spoiled because of uh legend of the vox machina you know and what they do there yeah um but it, it is a, an enjoyable movie overall 
if we have to get down to ratings, Oof. and I think that's where we're getting to. Totally are. I would give this a 7.5. Oh, really? Yeah. As a D&D player, yeah. you gave this film a 5.5. I, 7.5. 7.5. Okay. I had my issues with some of this. It's really the, the emotional aspects of it yeah. that I had a big problem Which with. Which narrows down to the time with the character. Yep. And, and like I said, like the, the issues with the relationships with the daughter. and Those were honestly my biggest issues. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they were so easy to fix. I'm kind of surprised they kind of overlooked that. Um, but I enjoyed the characters a lot. There were some really genuinely funny aspects in this movie. And some really good action scenes. I, I, I mean, this is a great family movie. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. PG thirteen. There's like nothing too crazy. I, this is a great family movie. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, you are gonna like all those references. You're gonna like all the magic. You're gonna like all the the beasts that they use, the monsters that they use. Um, if you're a fan of potatoes, you're gonna love. Yeah. Oh man, potatoes galore, right? In this movie. Again, it's just I wish the story had been tightened a little more. Some of these things I feel like were you could have easily fixed in like in the writing process. No, I definitely feel that same way. I'm my score is actually right next to yours. I'm at an eight. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's so seven point five and eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I have the same issue. I feel like this would have been so much better. If they did a miniseries. I mean, Amazon promoted it and out two weeks early. I mean, yeah. if it went to Amazon Prime, yeah, Amazon as a series, but it also it's all would be competing with. I, well, I mean, they're going to have a lot of D&D stuff coming to Amazon Prime. And I get it. They, we wouldn't get Chris Pine and we wouldn't get Michelle Rodriguez. No. Not as they were willing to pay the fucking yeah. rings of power money. Yeah. The most... They spent so much money on that that it literally set records. I fucking hate that show. Anyway, sorry. Back as to your review. Should. Back to your review. But yeah, a uh, solid A for me. I mean... It's great. I do recommend people go see it. Yeah. I don't know how often I'm going to rewatch it. Mm. Maybe once in a while, just to be you know, like, you know what? Let me check this out real quick. It's been a while. So maybe once every other year or something like that. I agree with you. I definitely would recommend it to yeah. people. Like, it is a fun movie. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I would rewatch it, but Brian? I give it a solid eight. Oh. Uh, okay. I would tell my friends to go watch this film. Even if they don't care about Dungeons and yeah. Dragons, you don't. You don't have to. Care. You don't have yeah, to. You care. don't have to care. watch this movie. Yeah. You'll like the characters. Uh, character development was there. They gave everybody's backstory for a bit. Like you found Chris Pine's backstory. He fucked up in life. You found out Michelle Rodriguez's backstory. She fucked up in life. Yeah, she did. Husband. Yeah. Uh, you found out about the Druid's backstory. She dated the mage for a minute. That tied into the mage's backstory. Yeah. He fucked up in a minute. He wasn't confident enough. And then, who else am I missing? It was uh, Mage, that, that, that. Just, uh, what's his name's character? The one that betrayed him? Paladin. The Paladin. Oh, and the Paladin. You and found Hugh out Grant. the Paladin's backstory. And the Hugh Grant, he was part of the group, and so was a Red Witch for a minute. And how she fucked over the whole group. So really... You know what? I give it eight point five. I give it eight point five because as I'm talking about this movie, they give you enough of the story to de- to describe each character, their developmental moment, how they all tie together, and how they all can really help each other. Yep. I give it eight point five, so it's a little bit higher than you guys, but that's I fair. Like it. That's fair. Yeah. I, I I wish we get a sequel. I don't know if we will, but I would like to see a sequel yeah. to this movie. I would like to as well. I'm not hopeful, but I do hope. Yeah. I do want. So to. you're not hopeful by anything, bro. This <laughs> is. This is a specific thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your tongue's bleeding. <laughs> uh, 
All right, everyone, and that was our broken point of view on these uh, three movies. Uh, guys, do you, you guys want to plug our, uh, our social media? Uh, dude, can we focus on one social media? Because we kind of shotgun ourselves, and none of our social medias are, like, popping. So, can we just focus on Instagram today? And, you know, <laughs> next episode, we'll focus on, like, fucking the email. And then next episode, we'll focus on, like, the Twitter. I don't right, if, know what we If you're got. listening to this... Uh, we don't have a Twitter. Yeah, no, even better. If you're listening to this, uh, just hit us up on Instagram, yeah? Broken yeah. Point of View Podcast. That uh, is the Instagram it, social media we want you to follow comment like and just uh, share with your just friends. Uh, let us know that you're following or listening to the episodes yes agreed just you just say like hey that's all we need <laughs> <laughs> sorry joe we did it for you bro bro we just wanted to let everybody know follow our instagram that's yeah, all we really care all. about right now to see our insights and to grow uh and uh like and subscribe and uh comment don't forget to share follow and, you know, if you can, donate some money. I need gas money. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> and with that, thank you so much for listening. This has been our Broken Point of View. Adios. Have a good night. Stay- This has been a broken production.